Champaign, Illinois, this is the Jumping the Rail podcast with your hosts, Mark Redmond and Mike Nartolinis. Welcome to episode 25 of the Jumping the Rail podcast. This is Mark Rebman coming to you from Champaign. I am joined as always by our producer, Marco. Marco, how you doing? All right, how you doing? Hold on a minute. We have a... Something's playing at... Oh, it's those. I got it. There we go. Nice we got it. See, uh, guest headphones were ah. cranked up, and since they're not in somebody's head, they're ah. feeding out. All right. Let's just blame Menders. Just blame so Menders. That's it. No, it's actually my fault this time. Yeah, uh, well, shout out to Menders. We'll blame you anyway. Uh, so, like I said, this is Mark Rebin, and we are coming to you from Champaign, Illinois. Uh, our usual tag team partner, Mike Nargelinus, is not here in the studio with us. He is uh, attending the final T-ball game of the official fire marshal of Jumping the Rail, Murray Nargelinus. Yep, yep, that little boy. Yeah, but he should be calling in sometime around 7-ish to just put his two cents on everything. But we are not alone in the studio because we have Reed Zillow with us. It's our yeah. buddy Kyle Reed. Kyle, how's it going, buddy? Good. How are you guys? Oh, not too bad. Thanks for uh, sitting in, filling in Narge's chair for uh, for one day. Oh, it's my pleasure. You're looking good too. You got the uh, the red Narjamania T-shirt on. Yeah, it's pretty. Let's show everybody real quick. Everybody, you can see the video now. You can see the T-shirt. Look at that. <laughs> We don't have our lights up yet. That's why we're not fully live, but you should see the shirt and right. see it does fit. Yeah, I have posted Looks a picture sweet. also on our Facebook page of that with the Terramana. Did we bring the... Oh, there it is. Yeah, the Terramana has arrived. Kyle Show everybody the bottle. Kyle brought the guest host fee of one bottle of Terramana uh, with him this evening. So uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to get into quite a bit from the last few days, and uh, we are scheduled to have... Uh, Calling in Camaro Jackson from Zero One USA. Uh, that should be in about a half hour or so. But uh, I guess we'll start off with uh, what was going on last night. Kyle, did you watch Raw last night? I did not get a chance to watch Raw. You okay. Fill me in. All right. Well, it's pretty easy to, to follow. Basically, what we're going to talk about is uh, one Mr. John Cena. I uh, did watch him talking. He had the uh, the big 20th anniversary celebration <clears throat> last night. Which Hello, Dwayne. Yeah, I saw Dwayne was on there before you even hit record, Marco. <laughs> oh, Dwayne, still uh, still fired up about the Goonies remake, Dwayne? Oh, is that where you saw the info? Yep. Uh, yeah, I oh. got to I gotta go with Dwayne. If there is going to be a remake of Goonies, that's a bad move. I, I think I a agree. sequel I'm cool with. Even a, a, a sequel with a different set of kids in the same, you know, another right. adventure would be cool. Yeah. Or the current kid, the old kids having to go back, or some, I don't right. care, but even goonier, just to say. remake it, yeah, it's just not nah, just doesn't seem right to me. Yeah, there's certain movies. I mean, let's be honest, touch. man. Corey Feldman's living off them fucking dollars too, so you yeah. know, right. don't take away from him. Between that and the either Lost that, or maybe Boys. he's involved in this, and he, yeah, and there's going to be a new Lost Boys. I saw that they're doing that, oh, and no, I've heard his... there's a Gremlins sequel, so a Gremlins yeah. three, I've heard. So, well, who knows? I, I wonder if that's Corey's plan, is to just license all of these movies he was in to get another paycheck out of it. And 
Who knows? Uh, I'm not sure how He's, much license he owns on those, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not savvy to the business, but uh, usual movie talk aside, let's get into last night. And uh, yeah, they had uh, John Cena's big celebration. He uh, Vince brought him out. He cut the big promo and uh, usual, you know, Cena promo. Yeah, to get the fans involved and everything. It's all about the fans. All about the fans, you know. Uh, before he goes back and does Peacemaker 3 or whatever it is he's got coming up. And uh, there was a lot of interactions backstage with uh, some of the younger talent. And uh, one thing that stuck out to me was the video package they did. They did this probably five-minute-long video package of, like, all those highlights with people, like, sending in videos of well wishes and everything. And what stuck out is there were actually three AEW people that got videos on. It was Jericho, Danielson, and Big Show. Nice. So that makes me wonder if that's uh, Stephanie's doing now that she's in charge. She's kind of oh, sure sticking is. a toe in the old forbidden door, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it sounds like there's going to be some changes there. Triple H, I guess, has, take, has taken NXT back over. And that's a good uh, move. What? That's a good move. Yes, very good move. And, uh, yeah, then Bruce Pritchard's in charge. <laughs> Marco. <laughs> the Terramana is open. Cheers. And, oh, he's not even getting the glass this time. He's just gonna, he's gonna do it uh, bandito style. But it's a good thing I had some something to eat before we started. I came here to drink. Ah, that's good. <laughs> that's good stuff. As he damn near dies. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I, I, Nard just commented. I heard the pop. <laughs> I'll have to find that and make a little loop out of it. We can use it just as a button on our uh, soundboard. It's, it's Terramon, which is not a cheap pop, to no. paraphrase McFoley. But uh, it's, the good, it's the good stuff. The people's tequila, which keeps us, uh, keeps us fueled up for these Lubricated. Podcasts. So let's talk about, uh, we kind of went into what happened last night. Not a lot to talk about, you know, but uh, it does make me want to discuss Cena a little bit. Just how Were you a fan of John Cena, Kyle? Yes, I was. Like super, like did you dress up like him? No, absolutely shows? not. No, I have a friend. Liar! I got one of my best friends in the world who I used to work with up in up north, and he was a super fan of John Cena. And he he's not as old as I am. He's about probably five six years younger. And he went to a, some meet and greet, and he went with the wristbands and the t shirt and all that. Like, come on, all right? <laughs> I mean, I love the guy, but gee, come on, it's you're a grown man. You, yeah, I like the thumb and. Thugonomics more than any other version. Oh, that of was your Cena. favorite. Yeah. See, I was lukewarm on Cena for until about oh twenty oh eight. I'd say about the time that he got hurt and they came back. I mean, he always. I always thought he was good. Just you know, he was just kind of getting the old uh, forced down your throat kind of thing. You know, like kind of what fans thought about Roman later on. Yeah. But it's. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because Dwayne was. Being kind of kind of bitchy on the Facebook today, talking about John Cena, saying he didn't understand, he doesn't think that John Cena is the goat, which is a fair take, but he made it sound like it was implausible that he could be considered in that discussion, and I don't think he is personally, but I told Dwayne that I, there's a case that can be made for it. I wrote down a lot of his achievements. Well, yeah, achievements right aside, you know. If you uh, listeners remember, we had a discussion about the goat a few episodes ago, and I had a I laid out my own personal criteria for what goes into that. It was 
work rate, uh, match quality, drawn money, uh, good promos, all this. But the one that I had at the end of the thing was positive impact on the business. And I think that's where Cena could make a case for, for Go Talk. Because he's always yeah. represented the business well. He's all he's never gotten in trouble. No right. womanizing, no drugs, no arrests or anything. And then with the, I forget what the number they said, 650-something Make-A-Wish. 650 things. is the number that I looked up this morning. That's, that's remarkable, you know. So he's uh, he's done a whole lot to really enhance the the image of pro wrestling by doing all that stuff. Right. So that's what I think. Like If you're just going off of in-ring, yeah, Flair, Michaels, Guerrero, Triple H, all those, I and, think those guys have seen And that's it. only in 18 years of him doing it. Yeah. Uh, the Make-A-Wishes. His first one was in 2004, so... Yeah, yeah that's, that's about right. That's, about, that's when he turned babyface. That's when yeah. the kids started liking him, so... I mean, that's a lot per year yeah. for Make-A-Wish. It's, uh, it's impressive. Very impressive. And, uh, and then So which that, one of us is going to need a wish? <laughs> <laughs> we want John Cena. <laughs> Actually, you probably could qualify could, somehow, could, couldn't could you there, Kyle? I could use a wish right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... And we're going to get, actually, John Cena is the topic of our top 10 Tuesday this week, which we'll hold off on until the end, the usual spot. That way, Narge can argue with you. Yeah. But basically, it's going to be the greatest uh, Cena matches. So I wrote down five. You wrote down five? Okay. So uh, what is, I'm just going to ask you, what's your favorite? Not not the greatest Cena match, but what's your favorite John Cena match? The CM Punk one. Oh, Money in the Bank yeah. 2011? That's a good yeah. one. I actually, that's one I actually bought a pay-per-view for. Uh, back in 2011. Usually I just waited until the next night to see what happened. But I actually decided to pony up the money for that, that one. That was definitely worth watching. Yeah, definitely. But there's so many good ones. And we'll, like I said, we'll get into that when we get the list going. But uh, I don't I don't know that I've ever seen him have a bad match. I've never seen a you know, horrible match, no, to where it's I, not worth viewing. Yeah, even if it's not a... He never had like a five-star... Well, that's not true. There's a couple, I think, that would have been considered five stars. But... I mean, for the most part, he was solid in the ring, you know. Never, never hurt anybody. Never hurt anybody. He hurt, got hurt a couple times himself. But, uh, yeah, he was a good worker. And, yeah, so I never had an issue with John Cena in the ring. But, uh, Marco, you didn't watch a lot of Cena in the ring. You know more from the movies and all the stuff outside. Yeah, I mean, though, oddly enough, uh, my first ever experience with wrestling at all, live, real wrestling, you know, the – going to an event was because of him he was uh he and his then tag team partner don marie mm-hmm. were at the university of illinois bookstore one day and i used to work on the fourth floor in one of the departments and i went down there every day it was just like my thing go to the bookstore check out computer books i know i'm weird <laughs> but i walk in there's this set of long tables and these people sitting there i'm like well, what the fuck's this what's going on here and somebody says oh there's a pro wrestlers i said oh you know i mean you guys know me. I was kind of shrugging it off a little bit. But I was like, but my kids like this shit. Who are these people? You know, and, oh, no, no, no. And I meet them. It's John Cena and Don Marie. And I'm, I'm guessing this is, you know, this is what you call a house show, right? Yeah. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm guessing this is very early in his career. It was. I okay, remember. I think 2000, 2001 is my guess. I remember the show because I was there. It was actually November of 02. Okay. Okay. So uh, I go up and I, okay, cool. And I get autographs. You know, like I get a picture and I get autographs by people. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. And uh, Cena asked me, he goes, he goes, have you ever been to a WWE match? And I'm like, yeah, no. I said, and I got, I got, you know, me and a woman and three kids, and I really can't afford this stuff. I mean, I, you know, it just wasn't my thing, and I couldn't afford it. He goes, well, I'll tell you what. 
and hooked me up with passes for floor tickets and everything right then in our spot. Wow. Took the kids. We were on the, we were like 15, 20 feet from the ring. You know, it was a cool experience. Of course, John Cena at the time was who? You know, he was not anybody. He was a starting guy, basically. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, none of the kids knew who the hell he was either. Well, so I think it was, yeah, so I, I, I got a autographed copy of a photo from John Cena for, I think it was AJ. And I got one because AJ was into it. And then Josh, a good friend of ours, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, if I'm not mistaken, and Narge will correct me later if he hears any of this, but I'm pretty sure that when Josh passed away and all this stuff came in, I think the John Cena went to Kyler and Narge. Oh, wow. I, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure that autograph photo went there. Okay. Because it was never going to do anything for me here. Right, right. And, so. and not for nothing, I couldn't see where Don Marie might have gotten your attention. Actually, she didn't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't enter. There was a there was another uh, smaller blonde at the time that they wrestled. The, it was like a team tag, but you know, guy tag girl team. on each side tag right. team. The other girl I thought was more attractive I for believe, whatever reason. If my memory is right, that was Tori Wilson. Yeah, I, I don't think, know because I think it was Don and Cena against Tori and Kidman. In that okay. Match. Yeah. No so, idea. I mean, I, mean, you, hey, I mean, have drank a lot of tequila I mean, since I'm then. I'm not saying that for your benefit, Marco, because that's probably all real weird like information to you. But yeah, that was actually a hell of a house show, I remember. That's the first time I got to see Brock live. I saw Big Show. Uh, yeah, Brock, I remember. Big Show, I don't for some reason. Uh, they wrestled each other in that show. Well, then I just don't remember him. <laughs> but uh, so. yeah, the old cliche, TV doesn't do him justice, is 100% true with Big Show. When you, when big you old son bitch, isn't he? Huge. So big, but that's uh, right. I'll be honest with you; he's not doing TV much justice. Have you seen that Netflix show? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very. Oh, that true. was just like I, I suffered through it. The big show because show. it just felt like it, it. It felt like it should be. What do you call it? Good, like family clean, clean watching, fun. just that type of thing. But man, there were so many parts of like, oh come yeah. on, guys, you got to do better. Steve Urkel was the second banana on this show. Come on, it's. But he didn't play. <laughs> he played. Oh, he you wasn't know. He was just Jaleel White as Jaleel White as a what is his promoter or his manager or something. Yet he wasn't doing his, shit. I think. I think, just, I think it was or just, his just his friend. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Because that's a that's a bosom buddies kind of friendship. They're just totally bizarre. Floyd Fisher says Cena visited the Don Moore Boys and Girl Club when he was prototype. Okay. Yeah. Prototype Marco was his original gimmick in the uh, in the Indies, and then. Right before he got to WWE. Oh, okay. All right. But uh, that, that seems on. BJ says that show with the big show was a little fun, just badly written. <laughs> I, I'm not going to disagree with that, BJ. That's kind of the thing was like, it was just like, y'all can do better. A lot of it was y'all can do better. But I did like the precocious little girl, the yeah. one that's always like, like pulling stunts. Yeah. yeah, but she's always pulling stunts and she's conning everybody. I liked her character. She was funny. <laughs> Although I'm like, my kid act like that. Whoop. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so usually wrestlers doing TV shows is not a good idea. I'll take you back to, uh, I think it was Tag Team with Jesse Ventura and Roddy Piper in the early 90s. That, that's Don't like, remember it. I think it was just a pilot that didn't get picked up. Oh, I've seen a few movies with wrestlers in them, and mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest, some of them, they're good. I mean, we, we, we have a, a, a thinning of the herd of action stars from the 80s, 90s, yeah. where we had all these big blockbuster guys. So now we've got The Rock. Cena's doing some stuff, although Cena pretty much, except I think he did like the the, the Marine or something, but something like that. But yeah, otherwise, Marine. generally, he's just been doing basically comedy a lot. Yeah, whole lot of comedy. Not all of it's good. 
Uh, the uh, who's the other guy? He uh, he just played the one with the taxi cab. Oh, Batista. Batista, right? And he's a former wrestler, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like him. I like him. So that's that's always fun to I, watch. I believe you mean Stuber, where he was riding. With Stuber, the Uber yes, driver. it was an Uber driver. Yes, taxi cab. Yes, Stuber. <laughs> Uh, and that was a funny as hell movie. And he, he's able to play the straight guy against yeah. it, which is perfect. Yeah. But And Batista does a lot of those. He was in one of the Bond movies. He was in right. he was in a few of those action movies like that yeah. as, the, as the muscle. He was, and he was right. Drax. He was Drax. Yep. Yep. So, so you know, they, pulling some of these guys from wrestling, if they've got the real chops. Mm-hmm. you know. And I've always said this about watching pro wrestling when these guys are, you know, when they're talking and they're, you know, doing interviews and they're doing all this. It's so put on. It's so bad. That it's good to see some of these guys can actually act. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. with That's why I think most of the wrestlers you see go into acting are the ones that came from WWE where they have to learn a script and right. do all that stuff. Not a lot of AEW wrestlers are doing the actual scripted television or movies or anything. Everybody, Mark is now going to take a drink of Terramana for you. Dun, dun, dun. Woo-ha. There we go. Just want to make sure if he was going to spew, we wanted you all to see it. <laughs> ah, see, make Mr. Me Reed, like make me look like a chump here, Marco. So I haven't honestly, I haven't seen a lot of John Cena movies. I've seen, I think I saw the Marine, and the one where he was a fireman with children. Uh, that one was just I, Andrea Lynch who listens to us. Yeah. She's huge, huge fan of Cena. Yes, and I think that was one of those that she really liked. My favorite movie with him in it, and he is not by any means the star, is the one um, stepdad, stepfather. Uh, I know what you're talking about. It's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, uh, uh, Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home too. Yeah, John Cena. One. John Cena for the the bit he was in there was phenomenal. But that was one of the better movies he's been in. Yeah. Um, I'm I, trying to think. I like him in Trainwreck. Trainwreck. He was, he was funny in Trainwreck. Yeah, yeah. That one. And I thought Cockblockers was just plain uh, fucking ignorant. Th- that one I haven't seen. Oh, uh, that was. I, you know, and you got the concept of it, you know, all that, but it just felt like, I don't know, weird. Uh, to make a comment that my brother will enjoy, I think my favorite acting I've seen him do was. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wes is correct. I forgot about that. The superhero show that John Cena's in. Oh, Peacemaker. 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 Now yes. that. John Cena is fucking amazing. Yeah. The show is amazing. If you haven't seen the show, go get HBO Max, I think it is. But it is well worth it. Season one ended a few months ago. and Just for the opening the, dance sequence. Yeah. Well, the dance sequence. The soundtrack. If you like 80s-style hard rock, oh, yeah. and I'm not talking Judas Priest and metal so much, but just hard rock, this thing is peppered with that stuff mm-hmm. throughout. All the action sequences there, it's very much a send-up of... 80s action hero type stuff, but there's a lot of dumbass shit in there. Like yeah. Cena plays a moron yes. who just happens to be gifted with being a superhero. Plus, he has an eagle named Eagly. Eagly, Eagly is awesome. You kind of got that clue about him in Suicide Squad on how he's going to be acting. Yeah, right. Uh, but right. But no, like I was saying, I think bef- other. Than well, and that's where it came from. Was the yeah. Suicide Squad that character exactly? Yeah. But other than Peacemaker, I think the best acting he's done was he did an episode of Psych. Remember that show from USA? I do. I he remember played, the show. He played the blonde's older brother in the army. Okay. It was right around the time of the Marine because the uh, the guy that played the bad guy in the Marine, uh, Robert Patrick. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. He was on that episode. The of Terminator? Psych. Yeah. The T-1000. Right, the T-1000, yes. But he was on that episode also. So it was 20, I want to say 2009, 2010. 
But he was really good in that, too. And that was the first time I really saw him act outside of WWE. Right. And uh, BJ, remind me, uh, Cena was in the new, the latest Fast and the Furious. Yes. As, I think, it's Vin Diesel's brother. Yeah. Who supposedly died and whatever the fuck. Right, so right. he'll be in the next one. And Dwayne is not wrong. 12 rounds was decent. I believe that might be the first Cena movie I saw. Mm. Uh, it was one of those, you know, he had to, comp- I, if I remember, and Dwayne will correct me, uh, I believe that was the one where he had to complete a bunch of little chores or yeah. somebody died or it something. His, right? It was his wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was I, well done. I didn't watch it just because it had Johnny Fairplay in it, and I can't stand that guy. I don't know who that is. He, is he a wrestler, he, too? He was on Survivor, and then he oh. tried to worm his way into pro wrestling and as a, like a manager. He was a little weaselly But guy. he wormed his way into a movie. Yeah, but... I still can't stand the guy. I gotcha. <laughs> Just can't stand the look of him, huh? I don't like the look of his face. Which is true. He looks he looks like a weasel. But <laughs> I don't want to get sued, so I'll be nice. This time. This time. Let's see. So, uh, if you hear the pitter-patter of little claws on the floor in here, it's because our, the associate, co-producer. our associate producer, Scrappy, is uh, kind of making the rounds here. And so there might be some... Hopefully not barking, but he he's a loose cannon, so you never know. Uh, let's see. Wes, I would agree with you on that. I would. We have a, a listener, Wes Pinkley, who says, Cena does funny well, and that's hard to do. Getting into the fields is kind of easy. My props go out to him. Yeah, that's, that's a that's different a take. take on it. Yeah. I think that's good. So I'm going to put you on the spot, Marco. Better actor, John Cena or Dwayne Johnson? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> And Better everything is Dwayne Johnson, except, except John Cena is, I think, although I don't know this, because I, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube, because I find YouTube, five or ten minute little short attention span shit works for me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cena and all the Make-A-Wish stuff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, 650 you said, right? Yep. That's a lot of fucking wishes. The Rock does it a little differently. I see a lot of videos of him where high schools contact him, you know, hey, you know, we'd like you to sponsor this or be here to this. And he's given football equipment to football teams in poor, you know, high schools. Yeah. I think he's done things for his own alma mater at different times. Right. Uh, you know, he's given people vehicles that were like part of his history, like before like his, he ever made it. Right. His like old his neighbor. Double, I think he got yeah, there was a guy that I think he kind of looked at as a father figure when he was really young, mm-hmm. who did a lot of things and took him to do things. On, you know, so Dwayne Johnson, me is. Philanthropic in many ways. He just may not do the make a wish as much. So, well, hell, he bought Tamina Snooker a house not too long ago. Yeah, Tamina is one of the uh, ladies in WWE. Okay, apparently he surprised her with a house. That's awesome. I mean, I think he's a I think he's a stellar person, and I've never heard or seen anything different. And I'll be honest with you. Okay, him and Kevin Hart can make a movie every six months. (laughs) I will go see it. I will enjoy it. I have no out in my mind and i'm pretty sure they're in the new dc super pets coming out yeah, i know he so. i know they he are. is right so the two of them that's what five movies they've been uh, in together now yeah and it was intelligence uh the jumanji movies uh-huh uh this super pets one and then i think there was another one but there I was another one yeah somebody help us kevin hart's and everything he's he's like michael mcdonald right. in the 80s you said central intelligence right yeah yes yes uh, either way, though. Which, yeah. that was a fun movie. The two of them together are great. So, yes. anyways, we should probably circle back around to the discussion of wrestling, <laughs> not just wrestlers. I mean, we're probably having fun with this, and if there's ladies listening, they're probably going, I love that wrestler. Right. But you guys have some stuff to talk about that mattered, like, in the world of wrestling this week. Yeah. So, uh, 
there actually there's something else I wanted to bring up. Uh, I mentioned on the uh, Facebook that there was a, a subject that might get a, a spicy debate going. And this is uh, from my brother. He sends me a message, and uh, he just, it was about intergender wrestling. And I wanted to get your take because you're not a fan, like uh-huh. a wrestling fan. And then, Kyle, I know you're not as a severe fan like me or Narge would be. And so you're, you're basically saying women wrestlers versus men wrestlers? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And I want to get your, I want to get you guys' take because you're not like mm-hmm. hardcore into it. So my brother is, uh, He's not as into the wrestling as I am nowadays. He was back in the day. But as it goes on, he sent me a message saying basically to nutshell that he doesn't understand the appeal of intergender wrestling. And, and he... Well, I mean, I could go all cheese ball and say, if I was the guy, I'm totally into it. But, you know... Well, yeah, but like he doesn't see the, the allure of watching a guy beat up the, on a woman. The, okay, basically. so... And I, I could kind of... I can kind of get that that, I, that viewpoint yeah um so number one and i i say this as the caveat to everything else pro wrestling isn't an actual athletic competition so therefore it's more about style grace technique uh athleticism okay and being able to sell whatever's going on so like if her job is to flip the guy over her shoulder she has to sell it and he has to sell it that's it so to me I see absolutely nothing wrong with it, and I think it would actually be kind of cool to see more of it, especially because now you can think of somebody like Ronda Ronda Rousey, (laughs) who is uh, you know noted for being an actually pretty prolific fighter. Yeah, she's a physically, you know, judo all that. Right, she does that all. (laughs) Our associate Uh, producer is trying to give uh, Kyle a back scratch. Among Um, other things, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Scrap me down, but. (laughs) <laughs> That's for my wife. Where's, our, where's the video? <laughs> Hang on, let me turn that back on here. Here, buddy. There we go. Well, just in case, hold on a minute. There we go. We'll turn anybody, on the Narge cam. If anybody's going to scrappy, you can get on the, the show, TV now. Scrappy, climb up Kyle's back. You're fine. Uh, I'm going to leave that on for a little while. That way, in case Scrappy, there he is. I can see him. Look at that. You're on TV. Uh, but so I think the intergender competition or wrestling whatever, i think it's fantastic because you have a chance to take ronda rousey who has a lot of credibility as a fighter and put her against a guy now i wouldn't put you know people that are so mismatched like i there was a a, a men's match recently where the one guy's like seven three and the other guy's like five eleven you know right right and that i don't want to see that with men and women necessarily because i think now you're just not just talking about intergender you're also talking about extreme mismatches yeah. where there's zero believability in it. Yeah. But I think, you know, Ronda Rousey against uh, the, the American dream guy, Cody Rhodes, Cody. when he gets back would be an interesting one, right? Something like that. And I think it would draw people in because they'd be like, wow, especially the way WWE markets things, yeah. they'd be able to sell this to maybe a crowd of people that are like, wait, wait a minute, huh? What a woman's going to wrestle a man. Yeah. That maybe don't care, but they're going to tune in for this. Well, WWE tends to, it doesn't do the traditional intergender wrestling. I think mainly because they're a publicly traded company and it's a PR thing in, the, in their board of directors' vision. But right, like, right. AEW, I think they, they would do it. They haven't done a whole lot of it so far. GCW does a lot of it. Uh, Zero One does a lot of it. Uh, a lot of the indies do and, uh, I don't think it's the hold for hold that gets a lot of people worked up. It's the strikes. It's like when they show, like a guy will whack a lady right. with a forearm or a punch or a kick or something. We have yeah. a problem with China fighting in a Royal Rumble with multiple men. 
in the 90s or was that early 2000s? That was the late 90s, early 2000s. But yeah, I was never a big China fan, but that's beside the she point. Was her, she was her own, like a product of her own making also, though. She was very different from all the rest of the women yeah. in oh, yeah. the, the organization at the Amazon. time. She was but, completely... But still intergenerate. Yeah. yeah. Know, but... Right, but again, like he said, she was she was on Amazon. She was a right. huge woman, so people bought it based on that. Whereas women that are average size against men that are even average size, there's generally a five or six inch height distance difference, and that, I think, that messes with people's heads. Right, right. And, well, I uh, think with Ronda Rousey, Tessa Blanchard, Taya Valkyrie... Those are women that could easily match up with a majority of the men in wrestling. Right. right. And I'll even go further. I'll say Charlotte Flair could do it. Yeah, absolutely. But I think the thing to remember also with intergender wrestling, most of these women that are doing the intergender were trained by guys, and they know how to how to take these shots and how to give them and everything. What took me a while to get used to, and I'm desensitized to it now because I was so, I've watched so much of it, is when a, there's a man and a woman in a death match. Oh, no. I was in attendance for one where basically, you know, bleeding and chairs and light tubes. That was the first few times I did it. I will be honest. It was uncomfortable to watch. But, yeah, that's kind of where it was kind of pushing it for me. It draws a line. It draws draws a line, yeah. But, uh, I mean, these these chicks are tough. And a lot of times they want to do this stuff just to prove, A, how tough they are. And because they consider themselves one of the boys, you know. But it's... uh, like I said, it's a slippery slope. It's everybody's got different opinions on these things, and uh, like I said, I just wanted to kind of bring that up. Is that Camaro? I can't read. <laughs> My vision is not well. It's just all right. All right, let's get them in here and see what we got. All right, so yeah. right on, right on time too. All right, so we're waiting for the audio to kick in. All right, connecting and unmute. All righty. All right, I believe we are now joined on the phone by uh, a guy that I got to catch this weekend, Mr. Camaro Jackson. Uh, Camaro, is that you, buddy? Uh, can you hear me? Yep, I hear you fine. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Uh, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, where are we talking to you from? St. Louis. Ah, St. Louis. I'm a as a lifelong Cubs fan. I have a middling affection for St. Louis as far as their sports teams go. But beautiful city. <laughs> hey, they have an arch. What does Chicago have? Well, they got the Cubs. They don't even have the Sears they Tower. The beam, anymore. right? The ball. They the got the beam. Yeah. The beam. Yeah. That big old beam. So, uh, Camaro, we start every uh, every show with the same question. Uh, how did you get into pro wrestling, like as a fan? Um, I think is I just saw one day on TV, and I think any little like kid, um, I just like the destruction and chaos of it. Like the first match I I vividly remember seeing it was The Rock and Kurt Angle, and then, like The Rock was had Angle and the Sharpshooter trying to break his legs off, break nice. his back in half. Nice. And I was like. 2000 uh sounds about right i think they had a few around 2000 2001 but uh but no that's a, that was a hell of i remember that match is uh i think that's when angle won the belt from but uh mm-hmm. yep but uh but, yep. yeah, i mean angle was so good though 
it was I remember when he showed up and then he just started running through everybody and it just it was amazing cuz he came in straight pretty much straight out of the Olympics so he just caught on to the pro game so so easy it was it didn't seem fair it wasn't fair that dude is really good <laughs> really good <laughs> so was that uh, was Angle like your first like your first favorite guy or uh my first favorite guy was definitely the rock uh, wow. Dude, so do you remember um the Seven Eleven cups they used to sell, like the big wrestler cups? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I still have mine. It was the Rock. <laughs> nice. I never I never used it, but I still have mine. It was the Rock. Very nice. You'll get along great with our producer. His the Rock is his guy. Yes, the Rock <laughs> is definitely my favorite in the entire industry. Yeah. Now, to, to be fair, Marco nice. doesn't know a whole lot about wrestling, so he knows the Rock because he's everywhere. Oh, yep, he's... I only know him because he's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, Camaro, I uh, I didn't get the chance to talk to you this past weekend in Mattoon. I was honestly I was running behind, so I got there right before the show started. But uh, you had a hell of a match with uh, Jake Lander in Mattoon uh, to kick off the show, which surprised me. Then I found out later you were going to another show afterwards. So, how are you feeling after this weekend? Because I got to imagine it's got to take a toll on you to go from one show, then drive multi- like several hours and then get right back to it again as soon as you get there. I was very banged up. Um, so when I got, so like the wrestling part of it was fine, but sitting in the car for a couple hours, I'm like, okay, my body's gotten stiff again. Mm-hmm. And trying to re-warm up again, I, it was non-existent. And in the middle of my match, the second show I went to, in the middle of my match, caught a mad cramp in my bicep my left bicep and i swear to god i'm like oh my goodness did i just pull something did i tear something i'm up like, oh, well that's what i get trying to be a super wrestler but no i'm i'm, I'm fine now um, just was very banged up the next day very banged up sure so how often do you do that uh double shot in one in one night is that kind of a regular thing for you or is it uh just every now and then yeah. If I have to, I'll do them. Um, I it's rare. I'll probably do probably two a year, maybe. But um, for the most part, if I have to do them, I'll do them. I love doing them. I enjoy doing them. Yeah. Because yeah. if I remember, I think the last time Zero One was in Mattoon, you had the same deal, but it was the other way around. You were scheduled to come to Mattoon for the second part of it. Mm-hmm. Then, then you wound up getting uh, getting an ankle injury, if I heard right. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, talk about that. Like, what was like? Did you was it a sprain or a roll or uh, what happened? I had landed funny. Um, so I had was getting uh, going to get suplexed outside to the uh, floor, but I was going to land on the apron. I just landed funny. Hmm. That's all. It was a little scare. Yeah. And it like the it was one of those things where it happened, and like a few days later, I was fine. But I, I lucked out because I thought it was something worse. Because at first, I couldn't um couldn't really get. I was really walk on it couldn't take my boot off but after a few days i was right back to me awesome I'm like, oh, okay it was just a freak accident okay yeah because that's what you always see in wrestling is that's where the injuries happen is just the, the freak things it's not anything crazy or anything it's like somebody will plant wrong or they'll land a little funny and then that's when that's when shit happens yeah but it was nothing too crazy good good because uh I was glad to get to see you Saturday. Uh, it's actually funny. You sat on my foot at one point when you were on the floor. <laughs> it 
it was uh, when you were selling you were selling the leg after uh, you took your boot off on the floor and you were sitting on my foot. So my my wife got it. My wife got a picture of it. I yeah, think I, yeah. The picture <laughs> makes it look like he's just trying to give you a little bit of a friendly shoulder rub. <laughs> but, uh, but no, that was that was that was entertaining. That was fun. That was uh, that was actually my second zero one show I was at, and uh, the first one I actually had like the really good seats at ringside for. So it was it was a lot of fun. Cool, nice. So. Along with Zero One, uh, some of our listeners don't know a whole lot about uh, the local scene. That's what one of the things we try to do around here because we're based out of Champaign. Uh, mm-hmm. Along with Zero One, where else do you usually uh, work at? So, um, along with Zero One, in St. Louis, I'm with Glory Pro, okay. uh, St. Louis Anarchy, um, World League Wrestling, uh, WOW, uh, Harley Races Up School. Nice. Um, Dynamo Pro Wrestling. Um, I'm sometimes when I'm, when I'm in Kansas City, I go to Journey Pro and Central States Wrestling, formerly known as uh, DWF. Okay. Uh, trying to think of some more places I go to regularly. I'm probably leaving something out. I'm sure I am. Uh, next weekend, I'll be debuting at Iron Spirit. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Those are the places I go to. That's that regularly. Those are my regular places I attend. Okay. Uh, how long have you been in the business for, Camaro? Five years. Five years. So I'm just I'm trying to get my uh, my years right. Did you ever have the chance to meet Harley Race? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was- so in 2013, I did a camp for him before I actually started like wrestling. I did a camp. Uh, did a weekend camp, and I met Harley Race. Uh. Bob Eaton, uh, who else was there? I think it was just those two that like people recognize. Yeah, I have, I have a picture for Harley. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you if our regular co-host Narch was here, he'd be picking your brain about Bob Eaton because that's his one of his favorite guys. But that's his guy. That's his guy. So that's that's awesome. Uh, I got uh, I heard something that the NWA is going to be running at the Chase again sometime soon is that something that you plan on reaching out to the uh the office there about maybe getting the shot there or i've sent the email um i've been tweeting on social media those bastards better book me or it's going to be held okay man i gotta imagine being a st louis guy the chase has to be the top of your list of places that oh you want to work. dude that's all my grandparents talked about when i was a kid man Whenever I used to watch wrestling, they used to always talk about the chase. So like, that's that's something on my bucket list, man. That's something like, this it's it's something I thought that that was something on my bucket list because at first it wasn't going to happen, but like, since they started running, I'm like there. I'm like, oh well, okay, this is the possibility now. Nice. So like, I'm really persistent and eager to do it. Like, it needs to happen. Like, that's just something for me personally. Yeah, that yeah. were like, oh man, that, that's a huge check off my list. Like, oh, oh my goodness, like my family. This is all my family talked about as a kid. Yeah. Now I'm doing it. So yeah, yeah. We had uh, Joe Galley on about a month ago, uh, the play-by-play guy for the NWA, and uh, yeah, we were talking about the first time they were at the Chase last year when they did the mm-hmm. women's show, and then they did the 
I forget the name of the show they did, but uh, it's the one where Murdoch won the world title from Aldous. Yes. And uh, he just talked about the energy being insane there. Just It's such a great wrestling city, St. Louis. Yes. On top of just that venue itself. St. Louis is such a good wrestling town. I have a quick question for you, Camaro. This is Kyle. How you doing? How you doing, man? Uh, pretty good, thank you. Um, so, what's the deal with the Empire? Are you still a part of that, or are you not? No, we actually just uh, broke up during uh, um during the what was it, the Go Rush Rumble? Oh, no, the Rumble uh, in WWW. Uh, yeah, we just split. Because Derek Stone was kind right. of a you know what. Yeah. <laughs> I I watched uh to catch I have up no on idea of... what you have to tell me. <laughs> we were uh, talking about between you. your legs. <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I I didn't know much about you, so I watched five of your matches today, and so I was like, well, the second one was the Empire, uh, well, you and Derek Stone ringside against what's his name, Jack Gamble or Jack something, Gamble? Like. yeah. And he cheated, but he was like a total dick in the <laughs> ring. And I'm like, we don't, we don't like those kind of people. But I, I just look, saw the look on your face, and I'm like, I hope Camaro just punches him in the face. It ended up happening. Yep. <laughs> yeah, good. It happened the very next show. Cause smack. But so, my, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Uh, the favorite one I saw was uh, you and Matt Fitchett at zero one that I watched today. That was a good mm-hmm. one. That, that was a nice long match and ran very smoothly and it just it just it drew me to it once I started getting into the match. So. He's one of my favorite opponents. Yeah, he he's was, one of my favorite. I, I had a match with him. Another match for you to check out. I had a match with him at CSW. That's really good. That I'm really proud of. So if you ever uh, have time for that one, it's really good. I'm a, I never brag about my matches like this but god damn dude matt fitch is one of my favorite opponents i just wrote it down so i could watch it <laughs> yeah kyle he came prepared he brought notes which is something that <laughs> we, we don't usually do here but, i have but, a short memory that's true but the but no uh fitch he's a hell of a hand I, he had a damn good match with uh o'reilly saturday for the, his title and it uh it was I, both those guys are just damn impressive but the you can say that about most of the roster is zero one. Be honest with you. So, I figure he brought up the Empire. I'm going to bring up the Premier because you guys are damn entertaining <laughs> on zero one. <laughs> so, how did that all come about? Did you are you guys all from the St. Louis area? I know. I think you and Bishop teamed up not too long ago on AEW. I think so. I assume you guys are both from down there. So Bishop and Campbell, they're from uh, Kansas City. Okay. So how we started. Um, it originated with uh, Matt Kenway and Thomas Shire. And boy, Kenway texted me one day. He's like, hey, man, I'm starting the faction. You know, you want to be a part of it. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, cool. Yeah, I ain't not doing shit. I'm trying to figure, still trying to figure me out. Cool. Um, we started doing stuff in Indiana and uh, Paradigm. And that's where it really kind of took off. Then we added Campbell to the mix of things. Then COVID had happened. Then pretty much... We started doing stuff at zero one, and then a few months later, Kenway uh, up and quit the biz. And I guess I was promoted to leader. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, dude, the rest is history. We've been doing stuff pretty much all over Missouri, Kansas, Illinois, Indiana, Texas. Like, those are my guys, man. I have the blast, those dudes, man. Yeah, now you've added uh, the Mad Dog to uh, to the fold there. I guess uh, they're kind of your uh, enforcer now. Yeah, yeah, he's crazy. Something. <laughs> what, what's the quad father? Is that part of because of so many states or what? Huh? The quad father. That's my name, baby. <laughs> I didn't know what the four was for. If, well, quad, you know, but uh, oh, five. Yeah. If you get a good look at this guy, it's a it's a fitting name. This guy is huge. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, and I'm a fan of wordplay anyway. So the Quad Father is a great. Uh, no, I, yeah, I giggled when I <laughs> saw it. I thought I liked it. But uh, yeah, so like I said, you had uh, you had a tough loss to to Lander on Saturday, but you had a, pretty much a death grip on that zero uh, one heavyweight title for um, it was almost a year, wasn't it? Oh, dude, it's five hundred twelve days. Holy crap! Yep. That's just a little more. It's a little more than a year. I'm like I said, I'm kind of late to the zero one party. I get uh, got into it pretty much uh, about the middle of last year, so mm-hmm. so I'm still kind of playing catch up a little bit. But but yeah, you were right up there with the. You were working everybody. But uh, is there anybody on your list that you want to want to take on going forward? I mean, I know you were supposed to get Alex Kane last month. And that's still one that, for my money, that I'd I'd want to see. Um, it's crazy, man. Like the list I did have, I kind of ran through it already. So like now I'm just kind of like, well, okay, I'll just take any and anyone. Like so recently, I just actually wrestled a uh, Mad Dog for Anarchy, and that was a really fun. That dude is so damn good at what he does. Yeah. Um. Well, it's like it's one of those things, man. Like, I feel like I've ran through the list of guys I really want to work recently. So now, like, I feel like I'm at the like stage where, like, okay, who's someone different? that I haven't wrestled or or I haven't thought about wrestling that I want to wrestle now. So like, I didn't imagine I would be wrestling Mad Dog anytime soon, maybe for zero one, but like not anytime soon. So, okay, cool. I get to wrestle the Mad Dog. So like, you know, I like to wrestle um, from the zero one roster, one-on-one. I like to wrestle probably Anakin Murphy. I think we can have a good uh, singles match. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, Let's see. Let me think. Let me think. I dude, I can wrestle Tanner Keelan every day of the week if I could. <laughs> if I could, right? Oh, uh, let me sing that guy's praises because he's so damn good. He's so good. He does not get the praise he deserves. He is excellent. Oh, that dude. People talk about me and all that, and that's freaking great. But I'm going to talk about him. He is such a great human being, and he's such a phenomenal wrestler. Um, I just hope one day the world sees it as I do. Yeah. He's a guy we'd like to get on the show sometime. Uh, I got to just put the word out. Uh, but, yeah, he's – number one, he's fun to watch. Plus, he's a nice guy. So Yeah, he's awesome, dude. I love him. Yeah. All right, so we got uh, a question in the in the comment thread for you here, Camaro. Uh, Floyd Fisher, who is, uh, I guess he's a regular at Zero One shows. I think he's trying to stir shit up with you. 
It says, <laughs> after you, who was the best member of the premiere? Kenway, Shire, Soup, or Bishop? Shire. That's easy. Shire. He didn't even think about hesitating. No, Shire. <laughs> You've been asked that question before, haven't you? Yep. <laughs> Shire is so damn good, man. Shire. First of all, he was trained by Dory Funk. Oh. He's wrestled in Japan. Like Shire is the freaking man. That's another person who does not get the praise he deserves. He should be everywhere. He should be a freaking millionaire. Shire is great. Like I owe a lot to Shire. He's helped me. He's helped me figure out me a lot. I'm like, oh my goodness, I love Shire so much. He's a phenomenal person and even an even better wrestler. So Shire easily. Okay. Yep. Floyd added, uh, just piggybacking on your comment, Tanner Keeler is the best unknown talent around. And everything I've heard just agrees with that. Yes. Period. Period. Very underrated. He shouldn't be underrated, but he's very underrated. I find that to be the case with a lot of uh, guys that haven't got that big spotlight yet. There's so many just insanely good talent out there that just haven't gotten the chance yet. That just number one, like their hometown fans are waiting for them to get the shot, and then like there's fans like me that just love seeing new faces that just impress the hell out of me. You know what I mean? And uh, Tanner was oh. Tanner was new for me. Um, when he showed up last month, that was the first time I'd seen him. And uh, he didn't wrestle, but he was he got involved uh, in the ring. But uh, that made me go back to YouTube and watch some of his matches. And, uh, but yeah, you're you're not lying. He's damn good. I do. I love him. So uh, I think Narge is listening on the, uh, on the feed. I haven't seen him on the thread, but I think he's got it in. And he's going to kill me if I don't bring up AEW. So you uh you showed up you were uh, part of uh, Mark Sterling's security force with Wardlow last I think it was the week before last. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, just be honest. How big is that motherfucker in real life? <laughs> he oh, seem, he's huge. He's huge. He seems yeah. He just seems jacked. He's like built out of granite or something. But you got to do the twenty on one match. So what was what was that like for you? Like being having that many people in in the ring at one time. Is it like is it tricky to get your footing in there to know where you're going and everything? Oh man. I mean it wasn't was it tricky for me because I don't know. I know what the hell I'm doing, but everyone else it seemed like they didn't listen to a freaking word they said backstage. I'm gonna pull the curtain back a little bit to kill the biz. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. But um <laughs> but um man, it was just some guys, they just they'll do so they told they tell them like, hey. You come in, don't look at the guy, you know, don't look like a deer headlights, you know, look like you're about to either try to fight or like you're about to get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Some guys are just looking deer headlights. And like, this is the easiest assignment we could have ever had, but like, but you know, yeah. it, it was fun. Warlow is the strong dude. Cause I didn't even, even have to jump for him. Yeah. That dude picked me up like I was 100 pounds. I said, oh, cool, man. This is what it feels when people wrestle me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have a lot of interaction with, with Wardlow backstage beforehand? Just- oh, yeah. He's a sweet guy. He's awesome. He's awesome. Cool. He was so, like, really nice, really. Um, Sorry, I'm pulling back the curtain. He's a real nice guy. 
he's a baby face now, so he can be a nice guy. He was real awesome to us, man. Um, just real, um, you know, just like, hey, do you guys need anything? This is okay. He's a real cool dude, man. Real professional. Cool. All of the, all that whole locker room, that whole atmosphere is an ideal atmosphere for um, like a pro wrestler. And like, especially like guys like us who are trying to get to that next level, because usually it's always the tense, the, 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 I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Everyone's right. real nice. You know, you're encouraged to ask questions. You're encouraged to talk to people. Um, see, a couple of weeks ago, I had met um, Dax, uh, Dax and Cash at, uh, in West Virginia. And, you know, just kind of connecting with, connecting with Dax when I saw him there at AW. Like, hey, man, remember me? He's oh, yeah, you know, like, and, you know, Wrestle Billy Gunn before, couple uh last year for zero one right and every time i see him i he's he, he I, I love the fact that he remembers me that really is super cool to me yeah because this lot. last time he walked up to me and shook my hand you know before i even got a chance to see him first he walked oh, up wow. shook my hand. i was like wow that's super tight you know and like freaking we, we, uh you Yuda like he spoke to me before i even got to see him like oh my god dude you guys remember me this is real sick like it Everyone's super nice there, dude. Super, super, super nice. Like freaking Dustin Rhodes. Um, I'm sitting in catering uh, with the boys. We're just hanging out. And he walks up to me. She starts, he just starts wrestling with me. <laughs> like these dudes are just, they're having a grand time being there, dude. And that's what I feel like wrestling's supposed to be about. Supposed to yeah. have fun. Oh, absolutely. Uh, just curious, did you have any interaction with Tony Khan at all? The first time I was there, I did. Um, when I did extra work, um, he just said, thanks for, uh, you know, the match and shook my hand. That was it. Okay. Well, he's a busy guy. I imagine he had a lot on his plate. Oh, he's was running around like a madman. Every time I saw him running around with his coffee in the hand, like a madman. <laughs> so is the, uh, I'm going to assume the door opens for you to come back and, uh, and do more work for them. Well, absolutely. Hopefully the next time is permanent. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I know I saw you and uh, Bishop had the uh, match with Private Party on Dark the same Yes, way. yes. Those, that's a fun team to watch. They're so athletic. It's awesome. They're so fun. So fun. So you talked about wanting to get permanent with AEW. What other goals do you have? Like, do you, is, I would assume like Japan's like in, on your list of things to do. And like, what else is on your radar for your career going forward? So, like, I've always liked um, to kind of aspire my, like, kind of, I want to mirror my, my mirror, I want my career to mirror the Jericho's, the Eddie Guerrero's, the Crispin Walls, you know, traveling to Mexico, wrestling in Mexico, wrestling in Japan, you know, wrestling for a big company, then finally making it to the company, yeah. you know, which is WWE, of course. Um so yeah, man. Like I've always aspired to be that type of wrestler. So um, that's that's my goal. Um, my I mean, my everyone wants to make money, but like my goal is to just travel, see the world before I settle down in my career, and not settle down like get complacent or anything, but settle down my like aiming for the big the big guns. Right, right. That's where that's where. And to me, when you're an athlete, everyone wants to go to the Super Bowl. Everyone wants to go to the NBA Finals, and you know they want to go to the big time. 
every, every wrestler wants to go to WrestleMania, wrestle WrestleMania. And this may sound pretty uh, arrogant, but I'm an overly confident dude, and I'm going to do that one day. So um, I those are my goals and aspirations. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with confidence, that's for sure. But I think you're going to get there just from what I've seen of you. And that's uh, going back to what you were saying about Jericho and Eddie. That's the thing that I always respected about Jericho, especially just from reading his book. He went to Germany, then he and he would go to Mexico and Japan, and he he would learn all these different styles, and just mm-hmm. incorporate it all into what he does. And that's what made him one of the best of the best. I think. Oh my God, dude, I love his books. Oh, when I first God. started, um, so when I first started training, I didn't have a car. And when I tra- so I lived in Kansas City when I first started um, wrestling, but my training school was in Kansas for like a like the first month or two, and I had to, I was still in college, and I had the bus ride was two hours, so I had uh, my friend let me borrow borrow Undisputed and Best in the World. Um, I read those books every day I went to training, and like it felt it felt like I learned a ton about the business before I even started wrestling reading those two books, man. And like my respect level for Jericho went up even higher. He became my top three after reading those books, man. Top five, my reading those books, like, dude, like this incredible. And like, I, it made me want it even more, yeah. you know? Yeah. Jericho, his, like, I love Foley's books cause they're so entertaining, but Jericho's, it seemed like, he was like letting you in, like to his his journey, which I always liked about, especially the first book, the uh, Lion's Tale. But uh, I could go on about Jericho for hours. He, like I said, him and Eddie Guerrero, and just that style was always what I was always drawn to. Uh, and those dudes, like man, people can call them small and say they're tiny, but th- those dudes were mean. Like they will, they will fuck somebody up. Hey, Jericho took Goldberg down in the locker room, so. I will. I won't talk shit about Jericho. I'm. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do, do you drink? Huh? You ask everybody that. Do you drink? I haven't picked up a bottle in two years. Oh wow! Wow, impressive. I just picked one up a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marcos. Marco's trying to get us a Terramana sponsorship from The Rock. Uh, just oh, dude, what's what's so what's so sad about that, dude? I wanted to try try that so bad, but it wasn't here in St. Louis yet. Uh-huh. As soon as I quit, the shit's on the shelves everywhere. I said, "Son of a bitch." Well, not that I would uh, encourage you to fall off the wagon. I think that's what it's called, <laughs> or get back on, or how, whatever phrase oh, no, it is. No, I can't keep track. But you know, I mean, some people quit for personal choices, not because they have a problem. They just decide they don't want to drink right now. So if one day you choose you want to drink again, you're more than welcome to holler us because we will always have Terramana. Shoot. Absolutely. Never <laughs> we'll, say we'll never. Bring it, we'll bring it to Mattoon sometime. Never say never. <laughs> it's plentiful in the land of champagne. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, zero. I'll go back to zero one. They announced the show for uh, August 20th, uh, and they announced Jonathan Gresham and Mike Bennett uh, for that show. Are you... Uh, Angling to get in the ring with one of those guys by any chance for that show? I'm actually wrestling Mike Bennett in a couple of weeks for Glory Pro. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Man, he's such a good talent. I'm looking for. I've always liked uh, following him. He's a real cool dude. Like, I really got inspired 
by his um his uprising from like his um he know he had like an alcohol drinking problem yeah. and just to see his transition of like how he looked physically and mentally I'm like, oh, this dude is really like busting his ass to be a better person, not just a better wrestler, but a better person. Yeah, he's a so sweet. like, yeah, man. Yeah, he's uh, one of my favorite followers on social media just because everything's positive with him, and uh, he's a guy. Not only would I want to have him on to chat with us sometime, I, I wonder if he would ever go into like pub, like uh, motivational speaking, like as oh, a dude, guy, absolutely, because he's got absolutely. a hell of a story. Yes, absolutely, man. So, uh, so what else do you have uh, going on coming up with Camaro? Just get your plugs in. Let's see. Um, this month, I have Glory Pro at the end of the month, Anarchy. Um, I'm traveling. I'm going down to see Ric Flair's last match um, at the end of the month of nice. July as well with David Richards. Um, what else I got going on this month? Debuting in Iron Spirit now in a couple of weeks. Uh, bah, 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 bah. What else do I got? See, I have a so with Dynamo Pro, we are actually we collab we collab we collab with the um Roller Derby. Uh, we have a show coming up with that. Uh, that the ninth. Uh, so this like Roller Derby. So that, first of all, I was blown away by the fact that Roller Derby is a work, and I was so disappointed. Yeah, I know. It kills the mystique. I was like, what? <laughs> hey, uh, Camaro, uh, just so you know, Tanner Keeler is watching the feed here, and he says, quote, Camaro is my hero. Tanner, no, you're my hero, okay? You're my freak. You're you my You want me to queue up the fucking Celine Dion now? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, Tanner, since I know you're listening, we'd love to have you on sometime. Uh, hit us up and... Uh, We'll find a date and we'll get you on here sometime. And I'll have the Celine Dion ready. Yes. Hey, uh, one of our regular listeners, in fact, the most regular listener we have, Dwayne, oh, says, was there anyone that you have had real life heat with? Well, he said real loof first, but then he corrected Oh, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so, you know. Gotta so go. were you ever aloof with somebody first? <laughs> and then did you have any real heat with them? Um, not nothing. I'm really cool with everybody, man. For the most part, like people, people in my circle, they'll have heat with people, but like me, I'm never. I'm, I don't give a shit about none of that, man. Cause first of all, I'm the type of person if I got a problem with you, I'm gonna say something, then I'm gonna squash it. Cause at the end of the day, we gotta work with each other in some capacity. Right on. Right on. But all, wasn't there some like, kid in the fourth grade you just wanted to knock the fuck out of one time? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. So, and yeah, Dwayne, the answer is yes. He has had real-life heat with somebody. Probably not somebody you've heard of. <laughs> what about Fred Yeehaw? He always looked mad. Oh, I love Fred. Oh, well, if my that God. was my last That's name, I'd be guy. pissed off. That's another guy I love to wrestle. We've wrestled so many times in the last year. He's so good, and I love wrestling him. He's another guy I can wrestle five days a week, seven days a week. That was good. It was a good you match. okay there, Mark? Watch. I'm good. I'm good. That Terramana uh, hit the wrong windpipe. I, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Floyd, <laughs> Floyd, uh, again, another kid. He's all over the place on this. Camaro Jackson knocked my hat off. Mega heat there, he says. He pro- Floyd probably <laughs> had it. He probably had it coming, though, right? 
<laughs> yeah, maybe, probably more than likely. <laughs> All right. Narge is, a, Narge is wanting to join us. Oh, all right. Um, can you have the link available just to send him real quick? Because yeah. I don't have it stored somewhere. It. Yeah, our uh, regular co-host uh, is not in studio, but he's getting ready to call in. I'm like the sub-teacher today. More copy. The we're we're getting our other host myself. a Zoom link. Normally, he's sitting next to us. Yeah. Well, we're he... waiting, Camaro. What do you think about Big Beef? I watched that match. Cool dude, broke my nose. Cool dude, though. <laughs> you don't. You can only say that if you're in the wrestling business. Oh, he broke my nose, but he's a cool dude. <laughs> broke my nose usually is not the beginning of the <laughs> best friend story. That's the meat. <laughs> nah, team. man, it was just it was right. just physical. It was just physical, man. That's how wrestling goes. It's physical as mean. Um, I prefer physical and mean. That map, oh, I love it. Like, I think I have a problem, but I, I like that shit, man. <laughs> it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't a receipt. Nah, I want to receive just boys wrestling. It was men wrestling. You let me rephrase that yeah. for no boys or men. Right. It was men wrestling. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> so I'm willing to bet once Narge gets in here, if if he manages to get in while we got, he Camaro, should be here shortly. Yeah, I, I'm gonna bet dollars to donuts. His first question is gonna be about AEW because I don't know that he's been listening the whole time. Okay, because he's a big if, AEW guy. If you're right, I will take two giant swigs of Terramana. <laughs> well, you're. It's but a, if you're wrong. Where's You're not driving, so you will do the same. See, there's no loser there. It's yeah, it's somebody getting a little drinky, drinky. Yeah, I, it's not like I have to get up at five in the morning for work tomorrow. Here's the problem, though. This is really bad. You know, we're discussing this on air, and he is listening. <laughs> so he's really going to choose which one yeah, of us right? is doing the double shot. That's how this is going to work. <laughs> we're we're not smart. I heard you guys. Uh, so uh, my first question will not be about AEW. It'll be about how do you tie your shoes. <laughs> oh yeah. You said how do I tie my shoes? My wrestling sh- boot shoes? Or my no, I'm saying shoes? that Narge, Narge would do that just on purpose so Mark over here would have to take the double shot of tequila instead of me. Because he knows I can do it. <laughs> oh, God. Joke's on him, I wear slip ons. <laughs> All right. So while we're waiting on uh on Narge, there's uh Camaro, if you had a chance to wrestle against anybody in WWE or AEW, you know, one of the bigger productions on TV, like be part of a big promotion, who would it be and why is that person the one you would choose? Do they have to be alive or dead or can't be dead? I'll tell you what. Uh, when I used to do a, uh, a music-based uh, site with a magazine and stuff, I used to ask a question, alive or dead, who would you like to have dinner with type of thing? So uh, we'll go with that. Alive or dead, I don't care who. Who would you like to wrestle and why? Eddie Guerrero, because the emotion that he used to bring out of me as a kid and the and just the fans, the audience was incredible. And I just feel like wrestling is emotion. Um, That's what wrestling is built off of. People kind of lose that within the moves and stuff. But wrestling is emotion, man. Um, And and Matt Matt Toon, those people hated me. They wanted to see me lose, and I wouldn't lose for 512 days. That was that's emotion. And when I finally lost, that was real. Like those fans beating on the ring, cheering for Lander, like they wanted that. Like that's that's genuine emotion. And like that's what Eddie Guerrero had, man. Like every time he cheated, you were like, uh oh. 
and he got away with it. It's like, oh, <laughs> then he'll win. It's like, oh. Then, like, when he beat Lesnar, that's that was peak emotion, dude, because oh, yeah. that was real. Like, his real-life struggles, like him, you know, going through the, when he had the, the drugs, um, being fired, um, almost losing his family, and, like, for him to reach that that pinnacle, the top of the mountain in his career, that was everything he went through was almost worth it because of the the, the real life emotion, you know, that wrestling brings out of you. And like, man, Eddie was that guy. And like, what's crazy when he passed away, dude, I couldn't go to school. I didn't go to school the next day. I legit cried in my room when I went to WWE.com. I'll never forget it. It was Sunday. I went to WWE.com. It's like six or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got home my home from my grandparents' house, my grandmother's house. And I'm like, what? Rest in peace. I'm like, is this a angle something? I'm thinking it was retirement, but I did the math. That was mm-hmm. the year he was born in. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And I was just so confused. I'm like, is this real? And like before I could even like really process that it was real, I just started bawling, dude. I'm like, what the f-? I just bawled bald bald for a good three days dude. Wow. and like the next morning just seeing him seeing it on the news i'm like wow i was sick to my stomach when he passed away man yeah it's, uh i remember that i was i didn't find out till literally like right before raw because i was just working so i got home and then it showed up and yeah i was i was more stunned than anything just because he'd gotten sober about i don't know four years three or four years to that point. Mm-hmm. So then you just, you think, oh, wow. Because the first thought, he's like, oh, shit, did he fall off the wagon? But then you find out, no, he just had a heart problem that I guess was a residual of all that trouble that he'd had. But, yeah, it just, you could have knocked me out with a feather when I heard about that because he's one of my favorite guys also. And uh, it's kind of the same deal with Benoit when uh, the news about him broke because that's the same deal. They didn't announce that till pretty much like right before Ross started mm-hmm. and I mean, not knowing the circumstances. I, I was just shocked, you know, which takes a lot to shock, shock me, but with Benoit, are we at the point yet where he gets recognized finally again by Vince? Has uh, that happened? I don't think it'll happen. I mean, uh, you know, now, now that we know what CTE is and we actually know what it is. I mean, Benoit suffered from a medical issue. This yeah. wasn't, you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. It's, Have we not gotten to the point where we can say, "Hey, I, I don't, I don't think they've got to that point yet." Uh, I, it's a, like I said, it's a PR nightmare yeah. in general. Just we could literally have a whole podcast just on that. Oh yeah, yeah. Argument. I, mean, I mean, Junior Seau from the CLC Hawks. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's enough of a well-publicized issue now that people that you know take hits upside the head, get concussions, all that. It does some serious damage, mm-hmm. and it can actually affect their mental well-being entirely. I, I don't know if maybe, you know, at some point you need to cast aside the negativity and realize this was caused by wrestling to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's... let's uh, All right, so Dwayne, our, again, our yeah. ever-present biggest yeah. let's, fan, let's shift gears has asked, since you answered Eddie Guerrero, and apparently that didn't satisfy him, uh, <laughs> he would like to know who you would choose that is alive. Uh, 
Mm. You can you, wrong you can say Mark Redman and he'll he'll start becoming a wrestler right now. <laughs> I want to become a good wrestler. Yeah, we didn't say good. Oh, okay. You know what? There are three people. Three, Dwayne, you're oh. getting three answers for the price of one. So, uh, Randy Orton, okay, um, Dolph Ziggler, and The Miz. Nice. That's a good threesome. That's a that's a damn good threesome. Uh, everybody says uh, that's funny. When I ever said I had a good threesome, <laughs> that was not what it meant. I knew you were going to take it somewhere else. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, everybody that always talks about oh they're not doing anything with Ziggler, everybody forgets just how freaking good he is in the ring. And oh, uh, so good. But yeah, he's uh, he's one of my favorites. The Miz, you know, can't go wrong with the Miz just for charisma and also the fact he just totally busted his ass for what twelve years to because he got that stigma that he was just a reality show guy. That, didn't he like uh, win a dancing competition too? He, he didn't win. He was on uh, Dancing with. He was the super close, recognizable, right? Yeah, or whatever it's called. Dancing with the Stars, but you know what? I guess you know. I mean, you guys know who the fuck he is, so he's obviously yeah. a star in that's, that world. That's true. But yeah, and then Orton just—I don't know if there's Orton's cool. There, I, like I don't Orton. know if there's anybody better all around than Orton these days, uh, especially in WWE. God damn, dude, Orton. Oh, it's like he just walks in the arena and they just lose their mind. Mind. He has that presence, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Camaro. I he when I was in Peoria in 2002 for his first TV match on SmackDown, and he had it then. He was 23, 24, but he had that already. Just I, I don't know if that's a third generation thing or just a natural ability thing but i mean just from day one you could tell he was gonna go somewhere and he had hair that's incredible. He had hair yeah that's incredible yeah uh Dwayne says i was right there with you until you said miz Damn. nah i mean <laughs> miz ain't everybody's cup of tea man i understand Dwayne, that's why you're a listener Dwayne. My, my wife never liked the miz until he started doing the reality show the uh miz and mrs now she watches it every week and well, that's she's a good show it. though I enjoy it, but it's funny. All right, so. All right Mark Rebman, if you were a wrestler, who would you like to be matched up against? And we'll pretend you have the skill set Let's to do so. Let's assume I have ability to right. do that. We'll pretend you have the skill set. Uh, are we doing dead or alive or just injured? Well, you'd probably beat the dead person. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that remains to be seen. I could trip on a banana peel or something. You know. Or an arch could throw at me. And just there you go. Me uh, I would say I got to go Owen Hart. To be honest with you. Nice. Oh, nice. man, absolutely. Kyle? Oh, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> See? Now he thinks like I do. And I'm still thinking. so and, in trouble. And I'm still thinking threesome. So who's another one of them? I'm, I'm hoping my wife is not listening. <laughs> she's Right now, you know what she's doing? She's going, I can get that flavor blonde in my hair, too. <laughs> I've tried and tried and tried to get her to turn blonde, and she will not do it. Well, you know. <sighs> I'll be honest, man. Some women can pull off changing their hair color, and some are like, and they figured it out. At some point, they did try it, and they went, yeah, no, that doesn't fucking work for me. My skin's wrong, or my this, or my whatever. They just say no. You just got to accept it, man. Yeah. So, Marco, I would assume you would say The Rock? Yeah. I would, I, would, I, would, I would dance with The Rock. I would also dance with Hulk Hogan and make him do the Thunderlips moves. Because, I mean, <laughs> after all, 
I mean, after all, Rocky Balboa is my hero, so Thunderlips kicking my ass would be kind of feeling real. I thought Rick Springfield was your hero. We're talking acting here. Oh, Rick Springfield's he's an actor. level of acting has not arisen to the uh, occasion for me. You don't put Dr. Noah Drake up there with Rocky Balboa. That's a soap opera, dude. <laughs> I'm surprised Nothing you Nothing about soap operas. You know, oh, wait a minute. Wait, that's what wrestling is. Now I found the, now I find it. No, I'm kidding with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't take it the direction I did. What's that? With a woman. Well, no, you already answered, and I was like, I'm bored with that idea. Well, I think you So I'm rest- going to get the best of both worlds. No. I- I think you'd have a fun match with Effie, too. Effie's a fucking blast. Marco's a big Effie fan. Effie's awesome. Do you know him, Camaro? Yeah, I love Effie. That guy is a beast. He's one of those people that, and we say this every show, if anybody has a way to get to him so we can have an interview, we want to talk to Effie. We really do like Effie here. Yeah, we're uh, coming up on our year episode, and we're uh, working out. We're trying to find a a big guest for it. So, A super-duper special, <laughs> super-duper guest. That's right. Uh, Kamara, have you ever uh, done any GCW work? Just curious. Uh, I did. There, it's twenty-four hour show. Okay. Um, that's a long show. I think I did one more show with them. Um, the Mania weekend in Dallas for Glory Pro. Okay. And yeah, that was it. The twenty-four hour show. Oh, that was a disaster. I because I we wrestled it. We wrestled. You said what was it? It was in a, I think it was in a bar in Jersey, wasn't it? It was in Pennsylvania. Oh, it was Pennsylvania? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. But yeah, safely up Pennsylvania. Anyway, it was... You mean the home of Rocky Balboa? Damn, there it is. Hey, that shit was tight. So, before I get to the wrestling part of it, we were, where where, where, where did we go? I think we went to Little Italy, and we had, like, the best Philly cheesesteak ever. Oh, my goodness, dude. Ever. It was so good. Anyway. <laughs> that shit was a disaster. First of all, we were supposed to wrestle, and the stream goes out. But before that stream goes out, I pour water on myself. It's in the middle of January. It's cold. Mm-hmm. The stream goes out. We don't wrestle until about 20 minutes later. I'm freezing. Oh, man. I'm freezing. At that point, I'm like, fuck it. I just want to go back home. <laughs> Uh, I, do you remember who you worked on that show? I'm I'm just curious. Uh, oh, Jordan Blades and uh, Eel O'Neill. Okay. So, yeah, we're uh, we're big GCW fans on this show. Me and Arch go to whenever we can when they're in Chicago. Uh, we honestly we'd like to go check it out in St. Louis sometime if they're ever back down there because I know they go every now and then. I think they got one coming up down there. Now think about it. Uh, Friday. Yeah. But uh, do you stay in contact with, like, how hard is it to stay in contact with promoters around the country to to kind of keep your name out there? Um, now, now, like, now, it's not as, it's not as hard now because it's like, it's crazy. I reached out to, um, I reached out, when I reached out to Iron Spirit, um, you know, like, I was like, hey, you know, I want to start working if you guys have possibility oh we know who you are and like it's crazy people are starting to say that more like we all we already know who you are we've been trying we've been wanting to work with you for a long time like, oh shit this is pretty cool um it's it's not it's it's not hard because sometimes i'll get their numbers and kind of keep in contact with them i'm not a fan of like doing stuff on social media like dms or nothing like that i like to be professional like emails um, phone calls, texts, whatever. Um, 
yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not even, it's crazy, man. It's not as hard as it used to be for me. Um, like st- I, I still have to reach out to people, of course, but it's not as hard to like get a response. Sometimes it's either, oh yeah, we will love to work with you, or it's something like, hey, like we want to do work with you, but just we're booked up at this time, but we'll reach back out to you. And right. usually they reach back out to me. Like that's really the cool part about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest. I try to email, like, when I'm booking guests for this show, I try to email people when I can, but nine times out of ten, I've got to go to social just because I don't I'm, I don't have all the contacts or anything, so. I mean, social media is easier, too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right, well. We're just waiting on Narch. He literally yeah. just messaged, said, I'm booting up the laptop, but I do believe his laptop is. There oh, it is. Hey, there, there it is. is. Let's admit him. Hold on all a minute. Right. Hang on a minute. What do we got no, here? Don't admit him. Kind of co-host is an hour and a half late for his own show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he had a kid playing t-ball or something. Trying to be a good dad or something. <laughs> hey, there he is. Narge, can you hear us? And he's muted. We're waiting for him to unmute, and then he will say how. How there he is. What's up, buddy? I can hear you. Can you hear me? We good. can hear you. How you doing, bro? I'm good. How are you? All right. How did Merman do tonight? He did great. Awesome. He did awesome. He got a did medal, he... uh, strutted off the field like he'd won a championship this weekend, too. So Did he did That's he grab it. the uh, Park District fire alarm on the way out? No, that did not happen. <laughs> well, damn it. He's let us down again. Anyways, uh, Camaro, uh, Narge has joined us here. He is the usual other half of the tandem team here, but he was doing the uh, daddy-do thing, and he couldn't be in early, so now he's with us. What's up, Norwich? Come on, nice to talk to you, sir. I've heard a lot about you. I've seen some stuff on the internet. Um, what I want to ask you first is about AEW, though. Damn it! <laughs> Motherfucker! Putting <laughs> down those right. double you... shots there, Mark. Yeah, hang on. Here we go. Proof. Let me move the microphone. Here we go. This is a bottle. Uh-huh. I'll be honest, I missed some of the questioning here. I'd, I'd heard, um, did I hear you say Eddie Guerrero was your dream opponent? Is that correct? Yes. Can't go wrong there. Eddie makes it, made everybody look good. It didn't matter who it was, whether it was Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, bucks, man. Yeah, I think that would be an excellent matchup for sure. I got to get down and see zero one sometime. Like I said, I haven't seen a show live. I know Dave and some of the other guys. I used to wrestle a couple of years back, and um, I miss doing the indie thing, seeing the local stuff. So I got to get down there with Mark sometime and check it out for sure. I hey mean, that's a fun time down there, dude. Real fun. I used to wrestle with uh, De Cobra, so I know him. I know he's been around a few times. I'm sure you probably worked with him. Uh, yeah, in our- I like him. Yeah. Cobra. Yeah. So- is that the one Justin King? That's right. Yeah. That's the one Justin, Justin King manages. Man, he was, oh, okay, yeah. he was there on Saturday. Oh, by the way, uh, I think it was today, but happy birthday to the King brothers. Yes. 38. Yes. Uh, I think it was today. It might have been yesterday, but. I it's believe today. it was today. Okay. So I know uh, they know about us. We've been trying Justin, to get. Justin listens, right? I've been trying to get one of them on here for an interview, but I think schedules are not allowing for the Tuesdays. Right. So we have had a conversation amongst ourselves about doing a a special off day evening type thing where we can get them in. Cause those guys have been working in the pro wrestling circuit uh, individually and together at different times. 
I think Justin's still very heavily involved where Robert's not as involved. I but think he's doing Robert's they... doing security for AEW. Oh, so he's in the oh, AEW side now. Did yeah. he leave as a police post? Yes, he's. Oh, I didn't know that. Doing security at AEW. Wow, that's awesome. So, I mean, these guys, they're fantastic guys. I've known them for, God, 15, about 15 years now I've known these guys, which is good. I met them at a, a little bar in Tolono, Illinois. They're and, great uh, guys. Great guys. They're good guys. Radmakers? Yep, at Rad's. Rockin' Radmakers. But, uh. Yeah, we want to get them on because I guarantee you they have some insight and they have some stories. I don't remember which one of the brothers it was, but he went over and he went to a promotion in the Middle East. Justin. Oh, wow. Was it was Justin? Yeah. Uh, Kyle, Kyle's their biographer. I should just ask him, <laughs> Kyle, uh, what size shoes did they wear? I think a 12 and a half. Okay. Wide. Yeah, he worked uh, for Great Great Khali's promotion over there for a little bit. That was it. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, I could have added that on too, but Narge beat me to it. Well, you don't want to seem too knowledgeable. Right. I want to seem stupid. I'm in Narja's spot. <laughs> hey, Kamara, do you know our friend Menders? Mindy Elam? Menders? Uh, yeah. Blue hair, sat in the front row, usually cheers for you. Always cheers She's for a zero one super fan. <laughs> I have to see the face. Okay. Well, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I know. Yeah. Cool. The blue hair. She, it's the blue yeah. hair that I Yeah. Blue hair and glasses. So and she's yes, uh, she's yes, big into the zero one. In fact, when she comes on as a guest host, the entire show is generally <laughs> monopolized by her knowledge of zero one. Yes, I know exactly. You said the glasses. I remember <laughs> now. It's because the other fourteen people with blue hair that go don't have glasses. <laughs> That's the whole reason. <laughs> it's like a game of guess who. <laughs> so Narge, you uh, you missed a pretty fun conversation, but I'm gonna throw something to you real quick. Now you heard all of our choices for living or dead. Who we want to be? We want to hear yours. So who who would you pick? Rick what fucking Flair. The, what? What was the question? Who who would I want to re- wrestle? Yeah. yeah, living or dead, dead or alive, pro wrestling. If you were given an opportunity in the ring, and we pretend you're up to the snuff of the person, who? I'm going to go out on a limb and say you would choose Ric Flair, but I could be wrong. He's probably going to do something lame and say Hogan. No, neither one. I think my style would have my style would have matched up better with Vader. So, and there, you know, I like nice. to lay him in back when I did it. I was I worked pretty snug, and I know Vader did as well. So, I always appreciated that. But I think Vader would be the guy that you know well, I would want to mix well, it up with. Plus, didn't you do a Canadian awesome. Destroyer once? I did not do a Canadian destroyer. I attempted to do one and about killed a man. But that was yeah. my ex. She did the entire battleship. <laughs> Narge, Narge, don't tell my wife what my answer was, okay? I didn't hear it. I won't repeat it. Can I repeat it? Yeah, you can repeat it. He said Alexa Bliss. That's not, not a bad answer. That's <laughs> not- <laughs> I mean, it's a great answer. It's like dinner and a show. You got to play the Bowling for Soup song at the same time. Though. But we also know that Narge's second choice would definitely be Randy the Macho Man Savage, because he would beat the tar out of him. Well, he'd try. He'd beat him. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, Narge is just like Hulk Hogan when it comes to Randy the Macho Man Savage. Oh, nope. kill him, brother. He doesn't respect him? Exactly. <laughs> so, Narge, uh, yeah, you kind of you missed out on some of this, uh, this banter here. So, you got anything you want to throw at Camaro while we got him on? I don't, I think you guys hit the, the stuff I heard was some of the questions I'd asked. Like I said, I, I don't, I'm not as well versed in the zero one and some of the indie stuff. I know Camaro's done some AEW. Um, did you guys happen to ask? I mean, Camaro, what, what are your plans for the next six months? I mean, what are you looking to do? Do you have anything lined up that uh, for sure you want to accomplish before the end of the year? Um, 
man, I, I would say just keep climbing the ladder, man. Just keep going higher. Just keep going higher. Um, I, my biggest goal, of course, is to be seen somewhere and have a, a good paying contract or something. Um, but I just want to keep climbing, man. I just want to keep doing my thing. And hopefully this hard work pays off and it will. So that's really my thing. I just I just want to keep busting my ass and just showing people why I'm who I am and why I'm one of one if not the best wrestlers in the world. Now I'm I'm not limiting myself to the country, but the world. So you know. There you go. Well, really I'll tell you what. Work. You know what? I, I would be really impressed if you were talking about the entire universe. Well, you can be, you can be the universal <laughs> champion. You know. Yeah, there you go, champion. Hey, uh, so. And this may have been asked. I was busy doing other things a couple times, but what I, I assume that wrestling is not your daily go-to breadwinner. What mm-hmm. uh, what do you do generally? What is your what is your trade in life? Do you have one that you like prefer? Or um, so currently I'm working at a gym, so I'm a membership intake slash building monitor slash everything. I do a little bit of everything. Nice. Um, I enjoy I enjoy working with people, um, helping people. You know, talking about fitness. Do they recommend? Do you want to do you want to put a plug in for the place you work? Because you might have some fans that might show up. Oh, do I actually have a couple that come work out? And that was just completely co- coincidental. They recognized one day. I was like, "How'd you find me?" <laughs> um, it's called Centennial Commons. It's in University City. That's in St. Louis. Okay. Um, so All right. Yeah. You know, we had some guys have some really. I don't want to say weird, but very unusual day jobs that we've talked to. I know Ninja Mac said he used to work for the circus. Uh, right. Gringo Loco is a florist. Uh, Rhino, he told me he owns a marina in Detroit. So you what, was just, it, what was it Rain did? And she was very clear about the fact she, she's uh, not quitting the job even if she becomes a superstar one day. Uh, something about like gluten-free pancakes, if I remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she crusties. That was yeah. it. Yeah, she worked for a so, yeah, factory down in Effingham area that does that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's one of the things that fascinates me is seeing what you guys do like to... To keep the to keep the lights on while you're pursuing pursuing the dream, you know what I mean. I, I think it's yeah, more man. interesting than actors and actresses. When you ask them, they say, "I oh, work at Chili's." <laughs> uh, I, was, I was I was a I was a service manager at Applebee's for a, a couple of years, and then I got an acting gig. And you know, it's like, all right, so you're all waiters and waitresses. Great. <laughs> I bagged groceries, and then a director walked through and goes, "You'd be a good actor." <laughs> right, right. Well, did you notice my bagging technique? <laughs> All right. Well, Camaro, we're not going to keep you too much longer. We're going to let you get back to whatever it is you have that you got to get back to. But we really Don't appreciate you coming on with us and chatting with us for a little while. Did we talk to him about any merch he might have available? Uh, we did not. Uh, Pro Wrestling a- Tees is where we do ours. But do you have like a, an online merch store or any online presence or anything you want to tell us and tell our listeners yeah. about so they can find you? So I'm on, um, I got my merch through Mouthpiece Studios. I mean, you can easily just Google that. It's the first, prefer, it's usually the first thing, Mouthpiece Studios. Um, I have a new merch on there. It's uh, Star Wars themed because I'm a big Star Wars fan. And it's it's Mandalorian uh, and Mandalorian fun. It's have you played the new Lego it. game? I have not yet. I'm I'm waiting to get a PlayStation 5, but I'm, I swear to God, I feel like I'm going to break before that happens. Have, so. have, you, have you watched Boba Fett or... And there's a new one now, Obi Wan, right? I've watched it all. I've watched it all more than once. So <laughs> the Man- the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, 
Obi-Wan. Those are the three I know right off the top of my head that came out on D+. Right. Of the mm-hmm. three, which is the one you say is the one people should watch? Like, the best Oh, of God them. damn. Obi-Wan was so good. But, like... <laughs> nice. The finale of season two of The Mandalorian? Holy crap. No spoilers. Holy okay, yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. I literally watched season one of The Mando, and season oh. two got queued up, and I just didn't watch it. And I don't, You know, it's, it's there. It's not going to go oh, away, so dude. I'll get there. Hold on. You need to watch it. Okay. I'm gonna invite man. Narge over to watch it because Narge is totally not the Star Wars guy. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, oh, sorry, Camaro. Uh, Star Wars, man, it's so emotional. It's so it's heavy in emotions. So, like with Kenobi, man, he's dealing with that trauma of you know losing Anakin and mm-hmm. the Jedi Order being destroyed. And like, holy crap, the way that show ends is so heavy. Sure. I might need therapy. I might need be good. There. Uh, so just, right. I'm just curious. What's your? I was gonna ask favorite Star Wars movie. I want to see if uh, you've got Revenge of the Sith. Really? Yep. You know what? Interesting. That's my favorite of the prequels. I'm a I'm an Empire Strikes Back guy myself. But uh, if yeah, wasn't that the one where Jabba the Hutt was in it? Or was that Jedi? He, he was an old Jedi. No, I mean the main Jabba, the one with Princess Leia in the bikini. Oh, that was which, Jedi? Yeah. That was Jedi. Jedi. Okay, I was gonna say. I just didn't remember which one he was the main. They should have just know. named that movie Star Wars Leia in the Gold Bikini because that's how people remember <laughs> it. Did that, yeah. The, did you see the TikTok where uh, they said that all of them were named incorrectly because of what was going on? They all have the same names, but they're all on different movies because of what happened. Oh, wow. I yeah. didn't see that. I'll, nope. have, I'll have to find that and send it to you. Nope. <laughs> all right. Well... Camaro, thanks again for joining with us, man. It was awesome talking to you. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you at zero one going forward, or who knows, maybe we'll make a road trip down to St. Louis check out Glory Pro. I just want to say one more yeah. thing to Camaro, to you, Camaro. Is first of mm-hmm. all, it was very nice talking to you. Second of all, trust me, you've been seen. It just hasn't been by the right person yet. Ah, that's what I like to hear. That, that's a good way to look at it. When you yeah. uh, next talk to Mister, it's Mister Cavazos, right, David Cavazos. Next time you talk to him, let him know the city center in Champaign, Illinois, which we discussed with him about, you know, looking at maybe getting a promotion up here, are in the middle of a complete redesign. They're knocking down the walls between their their sister bar and themselves and expanding the, the zone. I think after that gets completed, that'll be the opportunity to bring you guys to Champaign finally. Okay. That sounds like a plan to me. And we have we have you know a couple hundred hundred fifty thousand people in town and right uh, and one and a half million market if I remember the radio numbers I saw nice, nice central location for people from all over the place to yeah. come check it out yeah we are we are almost equidistant from St Louis Indy Chicago and we're you know five and a half from Nashville or Memphis or Louisville maybe I'm looking forward to seeing you sometime Camaro yeah one of these days it we'll do like a, a we'll do a road trip to Mattoon for one of these shows sometime the whole JTR team yeah we'll just get the pilot in the van and everything that's but, right. But, uh, yeah, so uh, thanks again, Camaro. We're going to let you go here, but it was awesome talking to you, and we will definitely do it again. Appreciate you guys, man. I had a great time Thank talking you, to you guys. Yes, sir. Have a good evening. All right, you got you too. Yeah. All right, Narge. Thanks to the quad father, Camaro Jackson, for joining us. That was awesome. All right, Narge is with us, and now it's time to uh, roll through some of the other more contentious things. Well, uh, Larger born. Can we can we take a can we take a short break, Marco? To uh, that works. Uh, I need I'm to exhausted, my so that'll work. That'll work for me. 
Okay. Right, we'll we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna baby break, folks. We'll be back with you guys in just a minute or two. Love you, Narge. And <laughs> don't go to sleep, Narge. I can still hear everybody.
All right, we are back. Uh, Kyle stepped out for a minute to go and... Uh, Him and that filthy fucking habit. I know, right? But uh, Scrappy is ably filling his chair until he returns. Oh, he got up. All right, so we are back. Thanks again to Camaro Jackson for joining us. That was a lot of fun. And uh, if you get a chance, you ought to check him out, whether it's on YouTube or if you can make it to the Zero One show, uh, you will not be disappointed. So thanks again to him. And uh, we got Narge with us. Narge, how you doing, buddy? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think he's muted. He's muted. He's, he's muted. He waved the finger like he's in a sleeper hold. Say, hang Try on. that one, Narge. Can you hear me? There we yes, go. we can. That is a nice shirt. So, you're, you're echoing really bad. Like, I hear you, and then it's repeating right after, so. Oh, That's weird. I got you. Is that better? That's better, yep. Uh, my iPad was turned up. I had to turn it down. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, that is a snazzy t-shirt you got on there, Narge. Show it off. Everybody is looking now. Get that at jumping the rail. I had people ask about this every time I wear it. They're like, what is that? So Rachel's telling me to disconnect and reconnect. Oh, there's my picture. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're on screen. Yeah. And uh coming up is the Narge Cam. <laughs> so we'll we'll show off the Narjomania shirt now. Yeah, and we Look are joined we're joined back again by Kyle. Oh, I don't see him yet. We'll open your eyeballs. <laughs> he won't be on your Zoom, he'll only be on the stream. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Oh, look out. Holy fuck, he's there. Oh, there you are. That's cool. Hey, uh, the reason I actually turned that camera on was I was hoping you would bring us the uh, the champion-winning baseball player. Is he around? He's not. He headed across the street to practice his jump shot, actually. so He, never he knows working. that's not in baseball, right? Michael yeah. Jordan, There's no crying or jump shots in baseball. <laughs> How about the merman? Is he there? Or are they doing the bath and bed thing? Oh, uh, let me see. Hey, Murray, come here. <laughs> we're bringing the merman on. He came down already. Here he comes. They want to know, They want to see you. All of us or just one of us? Hi to the jump in the Hi, rail. Hi, buddy. Feet. How hey. you doing, buddy? It's Murray. We see you. Can you see us on our cameras? Yeah, I'm there. How, cool? was your, how was your baseball game? Did you do good? Yep. Nice. <laughs> medal, huh? Did you get a medal? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Do you have it? Oh. There we go. We'll get that medal in a minute. Uh, for those of you that are tuning in for wrestling speak, we understand that, but we're also a family here, so yes. sometimes we do family moments. San Diego Yeah, Padres. jumping the rail. I ordered a couple more shirts today. I got the Narge Mania shirt that Kyle's wearing for Kyler, and uh, I picked up the uh, Ramones-inspired jumping the rail shirt that's nice. out there. Nice, nice. nice. So. I would have figured you like the uh, yellow Narge Mania shirt with the uh, with the red. Uh, yellow is my color, but Rachel Rachel hates washing yellow. The quality, ah. uh, WWE oh. shops quality is terrible. But yeah, yeah. here, Murph, go off that. Let's see what the, you got, little man. What do you got? Whoa! Oh, that's nice. Oh, look at that. The first of many. <laughs> yes, that's, that's right. He said, I'm gonna need a trophy. He said, "I'm gonna put this by yours, Bubby." There you go. <laughs> um, Good job, awesome. Murray. Good job, buddy. <laughs> we love you, kiddo. All right, show him that. Show him the. Show him the hands. Rock and roll. You want to curse everybody? Now's your chance. Curse everybody. Give us the curse. There you go. We got cursed. Oh yes. Let Baker right. know we missed his curse. <laughs> That's usually good luck if he curses us. Speaking of AEW, did anybody? So he, you mentioned Danhausen. Did you get to see the video Danhausen did with Ego Mark? 
Uh, uh, no, not the, yet. The forbidden door thing in the back. So him and Ego were in the back at Forbidden Door, some backstage thing, and there was some CGI door. It was purple. <laughs> and Dan Housen was trying to convince Ego to go through the Forbidden Door. Nice. Uh, Ethan did uh, wanted nothing to do with it, though. Right. But it's pretty funny. I suggest you check it out. Dan Housen's over there knocking on the door. And, <laughs> you know, having a good old time. So, yeah. Right. So Here. we, uh, I made a point, Narch, to not bring this up until we knew you were going to be with us, and that is we haven't talked about the pay-per-view yet. So, yeah. uh, first off, did you... Kyle, did you watch? You said you didn't watch it live. I uh, took notes. You took notes. Yeah, Kyle brought notes, Narge. He's making us look bad. Notes. So, nope. <laughs> so I guess uh, I'm here, Narge. What are you doing? Hey, I'm I'm here. I'm in the I'm in the Narge nope, dome. Too late. That's true. He's like the he's like the chief on where in the world is. I want to apologize. Diego. Everything Kyle said was in the background because his mic was still muted. <laughs> So hang on. That's the we went backwards. Well, Go ahead, well, say all the shit you said. Fault. That's, that's the, right. Say that's, all the shit you had to say. That's I don't the curse. Remember what I just said. <laughs> it's all your fault. That's because Murray cursed you. It is. So forget what Kyle has to say. So Narge, what did you think of the pay per view? From what I saw, I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people worried it was going to be too long. People worried that there was a lot of substitutions. I thought the action was solid. Everything that I saw, and I know. From what I read online, people were very happy about it. Uh, the matches that I did get to see were great. I was falling asleep in and out just because it was such a long day with baseball. But really enjoyed Moxley and Tanahashi. The highlights I saw of uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, Will Ospreay was great. I know people were calling that the match of the night. So I enjoyed both of I those. Am, I am one of those people. That was my favorite match of the I night. I loved his soft kicks. And then when he kicked it in, started doing it for real. Yeah. The crowd just lit up for that. Uh, Narch, that... do you have a drink? I do. I've had plenty for you. Ah, Fiji water. <laughs> Fiji water. You know what's good about that? Fish fuck in it. <laughs> it's delicious. I got Baker it. calls it daddy's water. So. Fish well, sperm. <laughs> you know what my kids call daddy's water? Whatever tequila daddy was holding. <laughs> <laughs> I did think the, uh, the four-way match could have been better. I felt kind of bad for Okada and some of those guys. Yeah, that finish. Obviously, Cole got hurt. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You making know. Booker T was saying, I told you so the whole time. Yeah. For Okada being essentially probably the biggest name in New Japan, it just it felt like he wasn't as big of a deal on this show as he probably should have been. No, so. he, I think he should have been in a single instead of yeah. being lost in the shuffle on a multi-man. The one thing I did, well, there were two things I didn't want to have happen, and I don't think either one did. First one is I did not want Jay White to drop the title two weeks after winning it because – and you know, I've said this till I'm blue in the face. He's the best thing in wrestling right now is Switchblade. And uh, to put the title on him is good because he's all over the place. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that I was worried about, and I actually, I kind of took notes. I made a scorecard of the show. And you're making fun of me. No, no, it's just, uh, I went th- I went through, as each match happened, I wanted to keep track of, which matches were won by AEW over New Japan and vice versa? Because I, what I didn't want to see was I didn't want to see AEW just squash New Japan. That you know what I mean? Like I it. didn't want it to be where they won everything. And by my score, AEW won seven uh, matches over in New Japan, and New Japan won five. So that's actually not a bad ratio. And that's, that's not counting the women, I assume. That's, right? count, count. that's counting the buy-in. Okay, are you, you're not counting like Tony and Rosa, right? No, no, that was all AEW. But why well, have thirteen how matches? That, how total. was that match? I, I didn't see that match. How was that? Uh, not bad. Uh, it was not great. Yeah, I, I was, didn't hear it was great. It wasn't by a barn burner like 
it was like it would have been with Britt Baker, but you know, it was a solid match. I'm a, I'm a Tony fan, you know that, so yeah. I, I was curious. That was one match I missed. So yeah, uh, but they they did a good job. But uh, you have her all about fans, don't you? Her only fans. Yeah, that's. I know. No, wait, 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 I, follow, wait. I, follow, I do follow some Twitter page that posts the photos from it. Though. Uh, what was the meme oh, I, I saw? What was yeah. the meme I saw? Bob was really disappointed when he went to OnlyFans and they weren't pictures of fans. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little uh, tipsy right now. Oh, that's all right. So uh, I'm almost there. I mean, I did drink a little bit of tequila. Yeah, but I love you guys. So we, we still like you yeah. too. Oh, like me? Well, screw you. Yeah, that's right. So, you know what? You got to go deeper to get the love, baby. Damn it! I'll get that G spot. <laughs> this this conversation took a turn. <laughs> it did what? Let's turn. It, no, it did what? It took a turn. Holy fuck, man! Narge, help him out. What did it do? It jumped the rails. Thank ah. you, Kyle's here. I see what's Christ. going on. Kyle's here. It's going. This to deserves jump. a drink. Yes. Uh, so you let's get what? back to the. You uh... know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Give it to me. I bought it. Give it. That's to true. Me. Uh, Narge, let's get back it, to this. Give it, give it to him, Mark. Give it to him. Marco gave Kyle it. <laughs> Whatever guys, it was. And I am. You're all insane. Great. I wouldn't dare to. Uh, imbibing the uh excuse me <laughs> i'm not gonna take it but you know i'll just take alcohol it <laughs> take it all alcohol <laughs> that drunk and stupid is no way to go through life son what yeah nard you're that? one to speak who's what who is, is that? that who is that i can't tell. i can't see oh that's bushy there we go yeah i had to read the sweatshirt that's all like it's blurry is that my eyes <laughs> Yeah, that drunk and stupid is no way to no go way to through go life. life. There you go. That's it, one of the quotes. Should, yes, it should Who's have that? more five o'clock shadow. It's uh, it's Belushi from uh, Animal House. Oh, is that the one? Yeah, that's okay. one of them. Yeah, when he did right. the zit. Yeah, that's Get one it. of the. That's, that is a classic movie. Yes. without a good pro wrestler in it. Narges is it. But I believe had John Belushi survived a little longer, like a couple three more years, about the time wrestling really kind of had its eighties uptake. I guarantee you Belushi would have been involved somehow. I, he seemed like that kind of guy. I don't think he no. would. I think he would have done more theater. At least bring like the that. Blues Brothers into WWE. I think he'd do He that. might have made an appearance, yeah. but he wouldn't have wrestled anybody. No, 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 I'm just saying been involved at all. Play the harmonica you know? for a theme. Right, just something. Entrance theme. He just seemed like the kind of guy would be like, you know what, fuck it. This is campy and fun and I'll do it. They could have done it for Nakamura. What do you easily. think, Narge? Yeah, I mean, I could see it, you know, with the rock and wrestling thing in the 80s with Cindy Lauper and stuff like that. It really depends on right. where Belushi with it. Taking the Blues Brothers, I mean, it really depends. I could, you know, I mean, look, Jack Black did the wrestling thing. So, I mean, who knows, you know? He did Nacho Libre. <laughs> Nacho Libre, to me, is an underrated quality farce. I'm not going to lie. I've never seen it. I enjoy it. We should have a Nacho I, Libre viewing party. I, would I don't like it. that. Hey, real quick. Uh, What's that, out. Narge? I said I don't like it. You don't like it? Why is that? Nah, I just I don't I don't think it's funny. I I had a lot of high hopes for it, and I was pretty disappointed when it came out. I, I see. That's probably because you're a wrestling fan, whereas I, coming from the other side, thing was like, holy shit, this is just fucking hilarious. I mean, this is just some weird shit. I will say this: I didn't realize how Jack Silver King was until he played Ramses in that movie. Because he was oh, always yeah. Silver just, King. Yeah, Silver King. Uh, real quick, shout out. Uh, we have a listener in uh, Marvin Moser, the guy that I chatted with at the Zero One show this past weekend. Uh, 
We had, I think we had an awesome chat. Uh, Is that the one that was on YouTube only? Yeah. Uh, YouTube exclusive video on our YouTube channel. It's me and Menders talking with Marvin after his show uh, in Mattoon. Good job, Marvin. Nice, nice. And, I like uh, the interview. Yeah, it was a good interview. I invite everybody to watch it. Marvin's a great guy. Hopefully, I think there's more to get into with Marvin, so I want to get him on the actual podcast sometime. But that'll uh, hopefully happen down the road sometime. So, Marvin, welcome to the chat. And uh, let's get back into AEW, Narge. AEW. Uh, favorite match on the card, both of you guys? Because uh, Marco didn't watch. From what I saw, like, again, I haven't watched the whole show. I'd, I'd have to say Mox and Tanahashi. It just happened to be the only match I watched the whole thing. So I liked Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Carter, good old Dwayne. Okada and AJ had the best dropkick in the business. I think Jeff Jarrett would have something to say about that. And maybe about Holly. But that's just me. I think the right person won that match. Who? Jay White. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Wait, uh, didn't you watch it? I did. Well, he said he thought the right person won the match. Mm-hmm. Now, follow me with this. It's a logic question. So you knew who won the match, and he said it was the right person. So when you said who, I wonder, did you watch the match? Well, I just want to make sure I knew which match he was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, he deserves to be All in right. that spot. He's, oh, absolutely. Hey, did you see the interview afterwards? Yeah. He acted like a total jackass He's the so, whole time, and man. it was fantastic. He's such a good heel. He is. He kept it going like MJF type. Mm-hmm. Just keep on going. Don't sleep. You just sleep. They call him the catalyst of pro wrestling for a reason. Yeah, but he did an awesome job. Yes. Uh, let's talk about the big surprise, guys, and that is the debut of one Claudio Castagnoli, which uh, I was excited to see uh, just because just having him against Zack Sabre Jr. is uh, worth the price of admission in itself. Absolutely. Go ahead, Narge. Do you have anything to say, or are you busy playing on your phone like a normal <laughs> teenage girl? <laughs> Kyle came in hot. Kyle better calm down or he ain't going to be invited back. He's in your chair, too. I'm wearing your shirt. You can kiss mine. Normally, I would agree with you, but he keeps bringing Terramana. This is true. But he's wearing your T-shirt and sitting in your chair, and he's talking shit. He's doing a heel turn. I got two words for you. He's going to cross out Narge and put Kyle and Sharpie on Kyle Mania. (laughs) Isn't that a South Park thing? I think it is. (laughs) God damn it, Kyle. (laughs) Hey, guys, uh, we have about... Eight minutes left in this episode, and I think we have a top ten to get to, so just want to stay on schedule, that's all. We can hurry up what? about this match or whatever. I'll say, we can go with it. Go if with we it. go a little bit over, I think it'll be all right. Yes, but, yes. Uh, but let's talk about Claudio in the Blackpool Combat Club, Narge. Good idea? I like it. I think he's a good fit for it. Um, I think they're maybe at their member capacity now. I know maybe you don't agree, and they I should think, bring one more in. But I, I think, think there's I think, room for one more. I know you do. Think we need but, a female. No. Um, no. Oh, Red, Redmond, Redmond's got a hard on for one guy and one guy only. Now, that sounds really <laughs> weird out of context, Narge. Yeah, but it's true. Uh, I am a big that, fan of one fellow that would be a perfect fit for the Blackpool Combat Club. He who, would if he was in be? better shape. I'm not. I'm not trying to body shame him, but I think if he was in better shape, Keith I, Lee. No, no. Who be the only? The only guy I would. I would. I would. I would take out Yuda, and I'd like to see Garcia in in his spot. Yuda's done well. Yeah. I think Garcia would be better. Um, but go ahead, Mark. Who, who who improves the group? It is uh, none other than the great Chris Hero. I think some of you might know him as Cassius Ono in NXT. But I know him as the former tag team partner of Claudio Castagnoli in uh, 
everywhere you can shake a stick at in the Kings of Wrestling. So that would d- just add to the already stacked tag team roster that they have to have the Kings in there. And then, uh, yeah, it just and his style was perfect because he's a Regal guy also. He trained with Regal a little bit, just like Claudio, just like Danielson and Moxley. So, so he would fit in just fine, I think. Now more than ever, I think it's time uh, for that trios belt. I know they got this all Atlantic thing, and they gave it to Pac. I like that, by the way. They should have already you gotten about it. that. Yeah, Pac. I think Pac deserves it. He's been there since day one, and consistently one of the best guys on the show. Oh, he a hundred percent deserves that win. I was hoping like Miro. I would have been okay with, but Pac was the one that I was really pulling for on that. Oh match. yeah, absolutely. I just, I just feel like the trios belt. Is probably needed more than a singles belt at this point, though. I agree. There's with just that. so many groups. So, yeah, um, Tony's faction is faction central. I just don't want it to be overloaded with titles. That's how WWE felt there for a while. Right. Uh, you know, it was just everybody's got a belt. Everybody's a champion. It, it, it's almost too much. You know, growing up, early '90s, WWE had three championships. The world title, the Intercontinental, and the tag belts. Mm-hmm. And you knew the pecking order in each of those groups. Well, they're now about, it's just kind of a hot mess. They're about at WCW level now. They got the world title, their TV championship, and their U.S. championship along right. with tag titles. So, uh, I don't know that they need two women's titles. They don't. Uh, I think Jade is ready to go with Thunder Rosa, at least for a feud, not even necessarily to win the title yet. And then, uh, yeah. There are definitely enough uh, trios that they could justify having a trios championship in there. All it's going to take is Jade talking crap about uh, Thunder's personal life, and it'll be match on. Right, right. Or she lets Stokely do the talking. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, no. You're in the chair. You're not interrupting. All right. I'm in our chair. I'll just talk whenever I want to. (laughs) I I will say uh, one more thing about the pay-per-view, and uh, I know Marco's trying to keep us on time here, but... uh, there was one match I did not like, and that was the six-man tag, uh, Bullet Club against Sting, uh, Darby, and Shingo. That was what? It just seemed like a backstep for the Bucks. They were being just completely ridiculous like they were in when they were originally in the Bullet Club doing all the flips and the bullshit that Cornette hates. It was an unnecessary match. Yeah. And then Sting coming off the friggin' Titantron. He's too old awesome. for that. That was awesome. I disagree. That part oh, was get awesome. get out of here, old man. Sting, Sting taking the super kicks from the Bucks and no-selling them. Love it. But the best thing about I that like match that was part. Shingo got the pin. I was glad to see that because Shingo's awesome. And I think Shingo could do well to have some sort of a run in AEW just to have a little run in the U.S. I think he could, he could kind of make his name here. Was that the guy with the kind of... Like the mohawkish, yeah, yeah. The, the Japanese guy on Sting Scheme had like three or four little mohawk things on the side, or was that somebody else? That's somebody else. Well, think. then forget that. Yeah, Shingo, big muscle up guy who was their world champion in New Japan for a while. Oh, okay, uh, but yeah, then uh, obviously, I, I thought it was weird that they were using the pay per view to promote blood and guts, which is yeah, the end, of the, the end of the pay per view was kind of wonky. That, I kept expecting. Omega or MJF or something, as much as they were dragging it out at the end there. Yeah. And for us to get the usual end of Dynamite pull apart was kind yeah. of strange. Yeah, they uh, didn't need that on a pay-per-view. They should have ended no. that with Moxley in the middle of the ring with the belt. Yeah. Because didn't they bring negative one in? I didn't see that. Yeah, afterwards they brought negative one in. Oh, that might have been after they went off the air. Yeah, that might have been. Yeah, I didn't see that. But, uh, but yeah, they're... So... Look into it, sir. Oh, I'll look into it. 
So we got blood and guts on Wednesday, though, Narge, uh, with Claudio in the mix. Now, how do you feel about that match? Man, I, I was already excited before, but I think it's, I mean, it's going to be even better now. Yeah, Claudio, Eddie K. Well, that's what I want to see. Obviously, Kingston and Claudio have history. They yep. do not like each other. Um, so that'll be interesting. I mean, is, is Eddie and his little, you know, Santana and Ortiz, are they going to start feuding? with Blackpool Combat Club. Is that is that how this goes down? They implode essentially, you know what I mean? So Yeah, I don't know. Um be curious to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's uh I think it'll be a fun uh chaotic kind of thing. I so. want to see who goes over Blackpool Combat Club cuz they would be dumb if they did because that's a lot of great uh, athletes. I'm pretty sure uh Jericho's team is going to win this. Just it's War Games 101, you know, heels got to win. But uh, I don't know who's going to take the fall for uh, the Blackpool Combat Club team. Probably you, if I had to guess. And that's why I'm thinking. I think this Kingston-Claudio thing is what's going to cause the distraction. Yeah, I would agree with that. But, yeah, so overall, pay-per-view, thumbs up, thumbs down for Forbidden Door. I say thumbs up. Kyle, thumbs up. Yeah, I say thumbs up. I know they're already talking about Forbidden Door 2. I think you posted on the page earlier about them doing it in the Yes, Tokyo year, right? somebody why, suggested why? maybe doing it in the Tokyo Dome. My only I... problem with that is the fans over there are not as energetic as the fans here. You know, a lot of those New Japan fan, fans are they are a little more respectful. They're so, all yeah. polite. Plus, uh, hopefully, yeah. if they do, by then they'll have lifted the noise restrictions where the fans can actually cheer. Like They've had it where they can only like clap and stomp their feet for a long you time. Mean... <laughs> well, no, just they can't just do anything with their, like, vocally right how about how about this mr khan the next whatever this thing's called again uh, oh, frozen door. forbidden door not frozen door forbidden door maybe it should be in champaign fucking illinois you know where like you have roots or maybe something be in champaign illinois something nothing i know i mean jesus come back one, it's weird we've only had one show i thought after the restrictions were lifted he tried to be one of the first ones here to be tony, honest tony so. forgot where he came from He's gone all Hollywood and yeah, but that's neither here nor there. No, nope. I don't want to. I don't want to let my my general opinion of Tony get in the way of what was Just a really a haircut, good. Tony. It was really a pay per view and probably will be a damn good dynamite this Wednesday. I want to get a hug from Tony Khan. He's giving him out like you need a out. you need a big ass fucking hug from him. You know, I've seen a lot of people giving Tony shit about the hug. I'm one of them. It's not the fact that he's hugging because you know I don't mind hugging a buddy. You know, do the old bro hug or whatever. The fact is, he was cuddling. It's called the three pat. He was like snuggling when he was hugging. Oh, people. he was. And they they posted a picture of him with like six or seven other stars, and he's got that same hug, weird hug. Eyes closed. With, uh, but but Martha, but Martha Hart was. But let's be real clear hug. about this, okay? I bring you guys in these wrestlers, the talent, and you make me millions of dollars. I would probably do anything shy of sucking your fucking dick. If that means a really cordial hug, I will give it to you. Tony is it's a, millions of dollars. Tony is the head of a major wrestling company. He handshake, maybe like power hug would be acceptable. Yeah, but if he really loves he's, his people, he's unlike hugging, Vince, he's unlike Vince. I think after break, we definitely jump the rail. Yeah, but the thing is, you can't be a businessman <laughs> and then give somebody a hug like you're wanting them to tell you a bedtime story. But maybe he is. Maybe he wants them to put him to sleep. And I think a lot Sleeper of our opinion comes from we, we've grandma's. seen how we've seen how Vince McMahon acts. Uh, you know, he's very he's aloof. Yeah, he's very aloof. I uh, mean, even with depending DNA, on who it is, some people he'll 
By the way, I used the word aloof twice tonight. You will hug the hell out of Undertaker. Undertaker, Austin. You know, I think think Paul Heyman was kind of an affectionate guy, too, if you look at some of the ECW stuff. I mean, he really cared about those guys. They were a family. I'm sure Brett Lauderdale's got that kind of mentality in GCW. I'm sure you won't mind hugging somebody. I think Tony, it just comes across, and maybe that's how his whole family is. They're huggers, you know? I don't know. But he he does the fanboy, like, 10-year-old meet-and-greet hug, like, Oh, he's a total fanboy, and I think I think the wrestlers like that. I think some probably think they can take advantage of that. MJF. I think he, I think he's proven, yeah, but I think he's proven some of these guys that he brought in. He released like, well, I'm not giving you any more money. I mean, Cody, you know, I think Cody wanted more than Tony yeah. put his foot down there too. So, yeah, yeah. All right. So, how about FTR? How about FTR? Uh, New they deserve IWGP. it a thousand times over. That's I think, if my math is right, that was their seventh different World Tag Team Championship. It is. Yep. That's they got a shirt out already about it. It was a FTR <laughs> seven star, I think, is what they it said. are. That so where does good. that where does that put them in the pantheon of the greatest of all time, Narge, for tag teams? They're an incredible tag team. I just I I don't feel like they've had anything super memorable as far as a feud or anything like that goes. You know what I mean? I always go back to them and American Alpha and NXT, and I think that's kind of their ultimate. That was kind of their big feud for me. I mean, everything yeah. else, it, you know, they kind of run through it's, guys. It's and month they move to month. On. It's you know, it's yeah. It wasn't like Road Warriors and you know whoever the they were. The boys, or, right? And the Hardy yeah. boys. We can they need, kinds of they need another team better. to battle. Yeah. It seems like uh, uh, Matt might be teasing a heel run. Again, if you watch Being the Elite, I guess he was talking about how every time he's been on the cusp of tag team glory, Jeff has screwed it up. And uh, so he might be leaning more towards a broken-ish character. Not like Broken Matt, like the old days, but just like a... Delete. Not even that. I think it's just a, just a heel character. I want to delete. Maybe Matt, Matt Hardy. Ne- I'm sorry. Matt Hardy needs to retire. He can't walk. He can't move. He's, he's not entertaining anymore. He yeah, hasn't right been now. for a long time. Yeah. I, He's I, kind of put in the background right now. Yeah. So, Nars, before we get into our uh, our top ten Tuesday and shut the uh, forbidden door, so to speak, on this episode. You got jokes. I got jokes. I got a ton <laughs> of jokes. So, uh, we started off the show. I don't know if you heard talking about John Cena. You know, we had the big 20th anniversary celebration last night. And uh, I thought it was cool they had some AEW guys uh, send videos in for that. I saw uh, that. Yeah, that was cool. And, yeah, I, you know, I noticed the WWE social media really pushed Jerrica, th- those guys more than some of the bigger names that they have yeah. as far as sharing that. So, And here's my question. Do you think that along with AJ showing up on Impact's pay-per-view, is that Stephanie kind of flexing her muscles a little bit, saying let's kind of expand a little bit and do something different? Well, and that's what I'm wondering because this all seemed to start happening here the last couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, I'll be curious. I know you had mentioned, I kind of heard that briefly that, you know, they talked about triple H being back on NXT. Um, be curious to see how NXT goes tonight. I'll be honest. I haven't watched an episode of NXT in probably two months. I'll catch a match uh, here and there. Read it. I haven't but, watched yeah. since 2.0. Oh, I, there's I try, nothing that interests me. I try to watch when I can. It's, it's a good show. It actually is. Damn, I think you'd be good to watch it, but, uh, I can attempt. Hmm. I can attempt. You can attempt. I think you'll enjoy it. There's some, uh, there's some guys, there's some guys and girls on there that are still learning. It's developmental. It's what it right. is. But there's some damn good talent on that show between Braun. My Breaker only issue. And... Well, I like Braun Breaker. Yeah. yeah. Solo uh, Sokoa is another one. My only issue was Cena last night. All the thanks and all that. You know that he did the thing with Theory beforehand. I told Rach when he he went back on the ramp 
and I acted like he was going to go backstage and come back out. I, I told her, so this is where Theory should come out and just club him right now with the belt. Just I lay him out. And it didn't happen. It just, it kind of fell flat. And that's what the internet said too. It said, oh, that was kind of flat. You know, they did, nothing, nothing came of it. But I just kept, I was like, man, this would be perfect for Theory to come out and lay him out. So especially I, since, it felt like a missed opportunity there. Especially because Theory was coming out later for his, where he was the enforcer for the handicap match. So they could have done that where he was fucking with Lashley and then Cena comes back out and gets his receipt. Right. But that's, you know, that's why we're not booking, I guess. Since we're talking about NXT real quick, mm-hmm. what do you think about Apollo Crews going back to NXT? I like it. It's a good call because he was getting wasted on SmackDown. He I mean, definitely was. He was getting his time, but he wasn't really getting. He wasn't as, he wasn't where as he good as he be. is. But now sitting him down, I think he's going to be running with Breaker for the title on NXT, which I'm all for. That'll be fun to watch. I think it'll be a good match. Uh, Narge, what do you think? Apollo Crews in NXT? I like it. Yeah, I heard not only was he going down, but at some point uh, Aziz is supposed to show up too. So, but yeah. I like it. A cr- Cruz was being wasted. They switched him over with the uh, the accent, and then he dropped all that, which I'm glad he did. Yeah, it's so, kind of back to himself now. Which, yeah, he wasn't in X- NXT long the first time around, and I felt yeah. like that was a missed opportunity. No, and, to he, him, so. and he said that in a promo. He said there was still a lot of business for him in NXT, and he jumped. Less than a year after he showed up, didn't he? Or was it maybe a little bit? Yeah, within the year, a year and a half, something like that was quick. But, yeah, so I think he's got a lot to accomplish in NXT, and he'll do a lot of good for the young talent that's down there. Oh, absolutely. But. Sorry. No, it's all good. So, you know, it is Tuesday, and you know what that means, Narge. It is uh, It's time for Top 10 Tuesday. And we're sticking with the John Cena theme, uh, our list, and we kind of went into our favorite matches a little bit earlier, me and Kyle. Uh, time out time out uh-huh. uh, number one Dwayne asks what do we think of the movie wrestler did we see the movie wrestler I like we it. heard him we'll get there Love I think it. we're I think we're planning a an acting based like wrestlers in movies type of theme There'll in the next discussion. few episodes yes yeah. mm-hmm. so we're doing that so Dwayne Hold we will not <laughs> respond tonight because we will talk about it later that's we're number one the gun, Dwayne and there Dwayne why go. are you commenting twice every time I'm seeing I he only for- see one. He forgot he typed anything. Oh, okay. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. So let's get back on track here. Uh, top 10 Tuesday, top 10. And the subject this week, uh, greatest John Cena matches. And of course, all purely subjective. But is I'm, it greatest or your favorite? I got greatest on on this. You list. called it greatest. I'm calling it greatest. And okay, so you're assuming that your opinion is fact. It usually is. Okay, good, good. Just making sure. I have a top five. Making sure. The best part here is we waited for this, Narge. We literally waited for this to make sure you were part of it okay. because I knew you would have responses. Just to okay. see if we can embarrass you. All right, I'm going to run through the the ten. If I come across one that you've got on your list, uh, pipe in, Kyle, and Okey let me know. Dokey. All right, number 10, Backlash 2003, uh, his first title shot against Brock Lesnar. I don't know. It's uh, It was early on in his heel run. when he I don't have move. a crickets button, but <laughs> if I did. <laughs> but but no, it's like his, it after he turned heel and he was really getting into the rapper gimmick. And See, I don't remember him ever really being heel. That's the problem. It wasn't for very long. It was only for about a year. It was a year? I think about three days for him. No, it was like from... Oh, no, yeah, because he was with uh, Bolt Buchanan and... uh, Was that the Ruthless Aggression period? It was after that, yeah. It was, yeah, it was kind of in that Right before Thugonomics or where was Uh, it No, it was during Thugonomics. Really? Was that the beginning of Thugonomics or near the middle (laughs) or end? Uh, Yes. 
But it was like he started like in December yes, of 02. <laughs> but he went through, I think, Survivor Series 03 is when he turned babyface. Okay. Well, he had uh, he had Bull Buchanan with him, right? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, B squared. B squared. He turned babyface with the the Carlito angle, right? Carlito no, no, no. stabbed him, or he he turned babyface in 03 when Heyman tried to get him on the Survivor Series team, and he said no. Then he joined Team Angle. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. No, nope, yeah, right. that's right. The, the Jesus and Carlito thing was about a year later. I rem- I remember that's that right. okay. where he said no to, the and that's when he got over as a babyface. So yeah, so then that this was. Lesnar had just won the belt from Angle at WrestleMania. This was his first title defense. And, uh, yeah, it was a damn solid match. I think Cena surprised a lot of people with it, to be honest with you. And, he was uh, known as the muscle guy, and so was Brock Lesnar at the time. He wasn't really known as the muscle guy, though. He wasn't at the time. He was just the loudmouth rapper kid, you no. know. <laughs> the new that makes up free freestyle rapping. Yeah, and that's what he was doing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number 10. Uh, number 9, I've got Last Man Standing of against Umaga from the Royal Rumble in 2007. Yep. I don't know. Do you remember that one, Narge? Which one from 2007? Uh, yeah, um, uh, Last Man Standing with Umaga. I do, yeah. That was a fun match. That was it's, a good match. I remember Umaga that. I, I'm, no, I'm looking these matches up on my phone, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> but Umaga was so good. That's what you think. Uh, no, Umaga was so good. Yeah. I was interrupting Dingling. Yeah. Oh, no, I got you. But, uh, but yeah, I always enjoyed watching Umaga work. He reminded me of just that tradition of the the crazy Samoans, you know, like yeah. off in Sika. I wish he was still around, yeah. Umaga. Oh, he'd still be big Tearing deal right now. Yeah. And then you look at guys nowadays. You got your uh, Jacob Fatu and, uh, you know, obviously the Usos are his nephews and Solo Sokoa. Yeah, that so, fat, Jacob Fatu's in the NXT, right? No, no. He's What's in, the one in NXT? Solo Sokoa. Okay. That's All the right. Usos' brother. Okay. Jacob, I think, is their cousin. He's in MLW right now. Okay. Sorry, yeah. there's so many. I have oh, a hard it's, time. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> it is. All right. So that's my number nine. Number eight, and you're prob- this is where you're going to get mad at me, Narge. Are you ready? Let's go. WrestleMania 29 against The Rock. Is that that's the first the, one or the second one? That's the second one. Not even on my list. That's the one where Cena beat him for the belt. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That one wasn't as good as the first one. That's not the one where The Rock tore his anus or whatever it was that he did when he got hurt. <laughs> did he poopy on himself? No, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't fecal matters. It was more just torn muscle. Tearing issues. the anus, huh? Yeah. That happened to X-Pac too once. In your anus. Yeah. All right, number seven. Uh, this is one you might not know. Uh, against Shawn Michaels, it was the rematch from WrestleMania that they had in England on Monday Night Raw that went about 55 minutes. I think I watched it, but it's not on my top five. Right, list. right. But uh, that's when Michaels won. Uh, but yeah, it was, I think, the longest match I remember seeing on Raw that wasn't an Iron Man match. Well, I think every time Cena wrestled, the person he was wrestling, he dumped his, up his game a little bit more I, to try to match I definitely the, agree with their that. deal. Yeah, it's like I said earlier in the show. I never really saw him have a bad match. No, he would literally work to the opponents what he they can do, and then eventually got to the point where he was doing the Hogan thing, where he doesn't have to do crazy shit to, right to get over it and have a good match. That weird stunner off the ropes. Yeah, or I'm glad he, he kind of retired that. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, I I appreciate that he's trying to come up with exciting moves and right. stuff, but yeah, it just looked weird. All right, number six, uh, Triple H WrestleMania 22. So good, uh, Narge. Yeah, that was I was there. That was good. <laughs> Playing on my phone like a girl. 
he's doing his research. No, but he he should have done that earlier and should have been here. Well, he didn't so have I'm going to access go to the no, list earlier. No, don't defend him, no, Mark. Just, okay. he's gonna... I, my, my my son comes first. I'm sorry. I wear, I wear a shirt for you, and <laughs> this is what I get. I'm just messing with you, Narge. So, Narge, talk about that match. You were there. So, what was what was that match like for you, for you as a fan, like in attendance? I wasn't, you know, as big into John Cena at the time. I was there for some of the other stuff, but it, I mean, that was an awesome Fully. match. That's the one. Um, if I remember right, I, I, I was there, so I that they were all dressed like gangsters, right? CM Punk was mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah, they were riding on uh, the on the cars and yeah, and Tommy. Young's that was on one it. of the coolest entrances I've ever seen. I mean, that was it was it was awesome. Yeah. But the place was electric all night. I mean, Chicago is one of the hottest crowds you can have. Oh, yeah. And the buildup for that show, I think 22 kind of gets lost in the shuffle when they talk about things. But there were so many good matches on that show. Um, The one that stood out for me that was hard to beat was Foley and Edge. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, but Cena, again, like you said, doesn't have a, the guy doesn't have a bad match. It doesn't matter who he's working. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know Dwayne had a problem earlier calling him the GOAT. Yeah. And, you know, we address that. That, that. Yeah, that's totally that's up for discussion with everybody and what your you know what your criteria is. Hey, I Dwayne, guess. do you I, at least could, agree Tom Brady is the goat? I could easily see John Cena as maybe the greatest wrestler of the last decade, 20, 20 years. Yeah, 20 you know? years. How, how about have his, uh, 15, for lack 20, of a better yeah. word, his generation? Because I think before yeah. Sean retired, Sean was still better than John Cena. I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna was the man. I got a hot take for you. Triple H was better than Michaels. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. But I'm just saying they were both better than yeah, yeah. John Cena. A lot of people throw around the word generational talent these days, and I think that definitely applies to Cena. For Sean was run. good, but I agree with you. I think Triple H's work rate. He just he's another one of those guys that could work with anybody almost. I yeah, was just look. I was just trying to point out that there were better people. Oh yeah, at his no, I got you. Right on, yeah. right on. I'm with you. I mean, I think so. The Rock was. There, uh, with Cena. As far as WWE goes, is Randy Orton, and for oh. the last fifteen years, I mean Randy yeah. Orton, another Absolutely. guy, not a bad match. You put Orton again. I mean, look what he did. The stuff he's done with Riddle yeah, even I mean, proves. I mean, that's a character totally outside of his box and made it work. So didn't it, Cena and Orton like have a lot of matches like as the build they as they built their? They careers. had a long rivalry. Yeah, so I would agree with you. And I think I'd like, like to see him. I'd like to see him do it one more time too. And the thing to remember is. A lot of the best matchups come from people that are really tight in real life, and I think they're best buddies, like, off camera. That's what I've heard. Has Orton ever been given his due? I mean, like, I'll be honest, okay? Wrestling fans know Orton. General fans, like people outside of wrestling, know Cena. Has Orton ever been able to, like, crack that? It's not the fourth wall. It's a different thing. But crack the... Glass ceiling? The ceiling where people outside of wrestling know him has that happened i don't know i'm I asking i don't know. think it has i mean he's, he's had one movie he's been in a movie he's right. supposed to two. no or, or was, uh, uh, condemned to no, he was on something it, to do but yeah i think it was he's like he's been in, in second no matter what yeah, you say it's a sequel. okay yeah. all of his movies are wwe productions but yeah he's not exactly like a household name to non-wrestling fans Unless they know who his dad right. is right right if they know who cowboy bob orton is they'd know randy again cowboy bob orton the only people that know who he is, they would because of the cast and WrestleMania. But I'm saying that yeah, but that's still a wrestling fans thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, Cena but, has been outside the game yeah. like elsewhere. Orton has the Rock elsewhere, the Hulk elsewhere. Right. That's what I was asking. I want to. I know who Orton is. I like yeah. Orton. I like Orton a lot. I think yeah. he's great, and I feel like he's a guy that should get somewhere. 
I think Orton's happy being a wrestler more than being a because that's a his big big deal. That's blood. his family. Yes, his, more than being a media star. Yeah, he's a third okay. generation guy, so he that makes sense. His family crest is. I'm, act, I'm actually shocked. Dwayne went to Dwayne Johnson. That is. Oh. Went into media considering uh, his family. Dwayne was, Carter's on the one. What the fuck did I do? Uh, to be fair, though, when uh, he chimed in when we were talking about who we want to wrestle, yep. he's a Nia Jax. Well, we knew that. And then wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, Dwayne, we didn't ask. Number two, we <laughs> knew the answer. Number three, come on, man, be more original. <laughs> we all know right. who you be. Yeah. All right, let's keep going here. Next. <laughs> Next. Number. Number five. Number five. All right, Vengeance. 2003, uh, also heel Cena against The Undertaker. Nope. <laughs> it's all right. Mark's you can be out all the obscure pay-per-views. But these are good matches, though. These are. It's not just the ones with the big build-up or the or the hot feuds. It's the actual matches that I'm focusing on. I, I, I believe, and I don't know shit about that match, but I believe that would have been a cool thing to see. No, oh, I, yeah. I agree, but and it I was, have a uh, different top five. It was Undertaker during the, the big evil days when he was the biker. Right. And yeah. uh, and then Cena was badass. doing the freestyle all the time. American badass. And just a damn good match. Want me to sing it for you, Narge? Uh, please don't. We can't afford the rights. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. If he sings it, I guarantee you, not a single algorithm will match it to anything. I mean, well, I suppose somebody has copyrighted taking a shit at least once. Right, but we can try it. Rolling, rolling, rolling. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, number four. Uh, this is the last one I have from his heel run. Uh, this is from No Mercy 03 against Kurt Angle. And this was, I mean, everybody knows his first, his debut was with Angle on SmackDown. You love that heel run, don't you? It was damn good. So people, Cena versus Angle? Yeah. But the thing is, people forget yeah, about I his like heel that. run because it was less than a year long. I mean, Kurt Angle helped make everybody look good this also. But this was like, I don't know if you, it wouldn't call a rematch because it was like a year later. But yeah, it was just. You know, talking shit. Angle was doing the rapping. He was freestyling with Cena. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Angle's yeah. the uh, Olympic champion guy, right? Yes. Like the real wrestler guy. Like yes. he Greco-Roman his ass into freestyle. a gold medal, right? Freestyle. Not Greco-Roman. I thought the Olympics was Greco-Roman. No, there's Greco-Roman he, wrestling, then there's freestyle he's wrestling. He's the fencing oh. guy. He did freestyle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, now who has jokes? But well no, they, played, Kyle. Well played. <laughs> Kyle, just lubricate him with a third of a bottle of tequila, and he's like fucking alive. Know, he's like Don Rickles over here. Or <laughs> I have hair. He has hair. It, yeah, he has, I was going the same level. No, no, no. He has hair. <laughs> Plus, he's not insulting us. He's insulting everybody else. This is true. Don Narge. Rickles would sit here making us feel bad about oh, he's existing. Kind of, he's kind of making Dwayne his, uh, Narge. his Wake up. <laughs> Narge had a long day. Don't worry. We're almost done, Narge. I'm wearing your shirt. Wake up. <laughs> hey, Kyle's got attitude. Narge's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> there you go. Wait, Love you, Narge. Hey, right. wait a minute. We don't want to see your name, and they don't want to see your bank account either. Quick, change that. Who's Menard Linus? <laughs> there needs to be an apostrophe between the M and the N. Menard Linus. Narge, where'd you go? I'm him? here. I know I'm here. No, okay. you're, not. you're part of our logo. <laughs> no, he's gone, man. Oh, I just okay. erased him from the podcast. Okay, bye. Window. All right, let's figure, we're dragging us out. I got, I got stuff to do, fellas. All right, <laughs> that's what I tried to say twenty minutes ago. Yeah. No. All right. Well, we wanted to give you ample time on the show, Narch, because you were a little late coming on. I appreciate it. Just a lot, bit. All right, number three, and I think you, if you don't agree with this one, there's something wrong with you, Kyle. 2017 Royal Rumble against AJ Styles when he won the WWE Championship. 
Didn't have it on here. I actually, you know what? Again, I go with never watched it, but I like AJ Styles. So seeing the Styles, I would like to see that. That would have been a good one. I love one. AJ yes. Styles. I knew as soon as that phenomenal came across when he uh, debuted, mm-hmm. I knew that WWE was changing <laughs> at that moment, literally because of the style of wrestling right. he had. And but if you put AJ Styles, who I've known never known to hurt anybody, with John Cena who I've never known to hurt anybody. That's going to be a phenomenal match. Now, I'm going to correct you. Uh, there no, were a couple like of... Like declawed cat claws type things? There, Pit, yeah. Kitten pats? Yeah. So there were a couple cases where AJ did hurt somebody, but it wasn't his doing. It was uh, when he... After his impact run, he was working in Europe and all over the place, and he would do the Styles Clash, but the people who was wrestling didn't know not to tuck their head. Well, that's their so fault. So that caused neck it? problems. So that's the only cases of people getting hurt that yeah. I know of. Is that though. called the Silence of the Lambs move? <laughs> I think we can I, I could put that as my number six. Yeah, I would definitely recommend watching this match, though. If you and number it. two is... Don't rush me. <laughs> I'll get Scrappy in here and give you a piece of his mind. Where is he? Right here. Oh, yep. oh, there he is. He's hiding. He's comfy. Yeah. yeah. All right, number two. Man, bored. All right, now I'm really going to worry about you if you don't have this one, Kyle. Uh, TLC match from Unforgiven 2006 with Edge. Nope. I want to see your list. Oh, that's no, what you'll get to see it after not, you. No, 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 no. after you're it hurts, done. It hurts, it hurts to lift my arm. That's arms, right. So really. No, 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 no. After, after he's after done. I, after my number one, I want to hear your list. Because if you keep disagreeing with him, and Narge that's always a, does, I want to hear this. This is classic. That's okay if you shit on mine. It really is. But it's gonna be classic. Well, go ahead. Paper. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, do you have a drum roll handy, Marco? Number one, Money in the Bank, 2011, CM Punk. I have that one as my number one. All right, so you're all right. So we have agreements from these right. two. 10%. Nars, do you agree with that particular number one? Bottom right, left of the logo. Bottom right of the logo. Yeah, bottom right of the logo. Get, run the the one by me one more time. Number Get, one, who was it? Number I one. I can't do the zoom in thing anymore. Either, anymore, I'm distracted. So okay, uh, number one, I had Punk at Money in the Bank. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that was that. One of my favorites. Okay. So we have agreement. Number one is yeah. John Cena versus CM Punk. Money in the Bank, and the year was? 2011. 2011. Yeah. 2011. There we go. The United Center in Chicago, or Allstate Arena in Chicago. But Nice. It's yeah. nice when all three of you agreed on number one. I know, right? Even though I know Kyle disagreed on all the others, and Narge, when he rewatches and listens again, like, oh, fuck that guy. He's wrong all the time. <laughs> they don't watch the matches like oh he had a point I'm, i mean i'm not a huge like i don't i don't remember all the cena stuff as much as i do hogan or flair cena of course not while he was kind of <laughs> cena while he was kind of doing his thing i was more into the ufc at the time so mm. i wasn't yeah super into it that's fair all right kyle now our go. one of our other listeners andrea lynch uh-huh. who's the john cena super fan will eventually listen to this she's not listening live she always listens on the pod bean so uh, when she does, I'm sure she'll have shit to say about it. Just saying. All right. So Kyle, let's hear Kyle, your, let's hear your uh, top five, brother. Top five. I didn't. I forgot to write down the pay per view. Or I can probably tell you what it is. It's okay. Just, 2015. Kevin Owens. Uh, that's a good one. The Elimination Chamber show. I remember that. Okay. That uh, big for five. Owens. It was awesome that Owens got the yeah. win in that one. Uh, 2005. JBL. Uh, there were a couple. There was WrestleMania, and then there was Judgment Day. I think it was Judgment Day if I looked it up right. The I Quit match? It might have been WrestleMania. The I Quit match or the one where he won the belt from him? The one where he won the belt. That's WrestleMania. Okay. 
Well done, well done, and shut up, Encyclopedia. Two thousand eight, two thousand fucking phenomenal. Two thousand fifteen, Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins in a triple threat. That was the Royal Rumble. Yep, I knew that one. Hey, man, what were the years of your first three choices? Fifteen oh five and fifteen. Okay, only one, two 15s. I thought there were three. I was like, oh, shit. No, what no we heard 15s. is he was only not in a coma in 2015. No. 2013, Daniel Bryan. Uh, SummerSlam. Yep. And then 2011, CM Punk. You know what? It's not a bad, there's not a bad match in the bunch. That's a solid list. I just, you know. We all have our own opinions. Yeah. You, you seem to favor late, later Cena, like the 2010 Cena. I... Like, like the popularity age Cena. But he was popular like, the whole time. Like yeah, the, but but by then he had reached this like I mean, let's face it, he'd reached twenty fifteen. But by twenty fifteen, he had reached oh Hollywood cares. Yeah, he was popularity. Almost to, he was almost to rock. Right, right, exactly. Two thousand five. That's true. Right. But, he was a, he was a rap star in two thousand five. Yeah. Though. See, here's my thing: is I was a bigger <laughs> fan of Thugonomics because of the promos. Mm-hmm. But then later on, I was a bigger fan of his wrestling mm-hmm. as opposed to his promos. I wasn't a big fan of the rapping shtick. I mean, I just thought they were funny. Uh, you don't like rapping Cena? Yeah. Not really. What did he go by? Was it John Cena still? Or did he have Cena. like a rap name? He was always John Cena. Okay. I was, thought, his I thought nickname... it was corny. Juan Cena. What's that, Narge? <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was corny too. I, you know, I right. mean, he did he did well for what he did. From what I understand, that character came about because he was rapping. I think it was on a plane, and Stephanie McMahon it was on a bus. No, uh, a Pritchard, bus Pritchard heard him. Oh. It was Pritchard, and then he showed it to Vince. But well, that's what Pritchard says. Wouldn't it be so good to be so important to the business you work for, whatever it is, that when you do some off-the-wall, totally bullshit bullshit, they still go, hey, wait a minute, that's pretty marketable. We should use that. They're like, yep, you're that guy. That also happened when Vince saw Kurgan dance at a party once. Oh, my God. Did you really just reference Kurgan dancing? I referenced, damn right I referenced Kurgan. Oh, my Uh, God. I will say this, though, Narge. Marco's over here and deer in the headlights have no John Cena, better rapper than Max Caster, and you cannot change my mind on that. But who who do you think is the greatest of all time, Narge? I think he fell asleep. Narge! Narge, wake up! Oh, no, his... uh... Oh, he hung up. His thing died. Okay. Anyway. Well. Now he just messaged me. His uh, Zoom died. Do we okay. have enough time to see who you think your greatest of all time is? Or did we do this earlier? We've done this on a show before. Uh, well, I wasn't here. But uh, I I said uh, I'd have to put it between Undertaker and Triple H. Uh, okay. Probably just Undertaker for the sake of argument. You? Okay. Uh, I'd probably go with the Undertaker also because it didn't. the championships did not matter to him. No. He wanted to make everything good. It didn't matter if it was a buried alive match. Didn't matter if it was Hell in a Cell. All he cared about was the business, and that's what he did. Because we're jumping the rail. That's right. But can I go through just some quick uh, accomplishments for John Cena? Because I wrote them down. Sure. Sixteen-time world champ. Right. Five-time U.S. champ. Mm-hmm. Four-time tag team champ. Mm-hmm. Two-time Royal Rumble winner. Uh, Money in the Bank winner, and a ten-time Slammy winner, nice. and three times it was Superstar of the Year. Okay, so that's a damn good resume. I think, yeah, there's no. I still don't think this. he's the greatest of all time. No, but he needs to be in the top five. He's in the discussion. Sure. Yeah, At very least top ten. Yeah, I'd probably have him top ten more than top five. But yeah, he's definitely in the discussion. I mean, but Undertaker, Triple H, Flair, Sean, obviously, Flair. 
yeah. Eddie Guerrero, I put up there. Eddie Guerrero, definitely. Owen, Brett, you know, well, oh, Owen absolutely. more than Brett. I mean, there's so many great wrestlers in the past and present that it's mm-hmm. hard to just loop them all into one. Yeah, it's yeah. so hard. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that was a uh, a good list. Uh, good list from you, Kyle. Not the same as I would have gone, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think this was a, a fun show. Thanks again to Camaro Jackson for joining us today. It Thank you, a, Camaro. It was a good chat. Thanks to Kyle Reed for sitting in with us. Uh, it was a great in, time, guys. Filling Narge's chair in his T-shirt and uh, bringing the quips and whatnot. Uh, thanks to Scrappy for not barking his head off in the uh, studio yeah, while Scrappy, we were doing this. You're sleeping. <laughs> no, he's awake. He's just no, biding his time. He's just chilling back there going, some, okay, as when as you motherfuckers leave, I can hang out with Dad. <laughs> he could come give me a back rub again. As soon as somebody moves, he's going to start barking. Yep. But until uh, we don't have a guest lined up for next uh, episode, so we'll probably just do the usual talking about wrestling and bullshitting and maybe even do the, uh, maybe maybe start our movie discussion, Marco. What do you think? I think that uh, between now and the uh, magical one-year anniversary show, mm-hmm. we should do that once. Because okay. that's actually one place I actually know something. Now, here's the bad part. This is terrible, okay? I may need you to help me figure out all the movies I've seen when pro wrestlers involved. Because I know Cena, I know Rock, I know Batista. Mm-hmm. I know other guys like Hogan. Uh, yeah Hogan and other guys. I know because they were elevated to the level of me knowing. Yeah. But I'm sure there are many more pro wrestlers at a lower level or yeah. maybe not as Dolph not Ziggler. as much name recognition involved. And I'm sure Narge can help out with that also. Yeah. The but Miz. I think, and I, and I want to hear from you guys too. You guys are listening, all whatever you guys are. Thank um, you, fans. Wrestling movies with wrestlers starring. Okay, so Dwayne, you talked about The Wrestler with Mickey yeah. Rourke. Let's be honest, he's an actor. So There were wrestlers in the movie, though. Yes, there were. But Randy Savage and Spider Man. That's true. There you go. So yeah, we're not looking for movies about wrestling necessarily. We're looking, we're looking for, for movies, movies wrestlers starring wrestlers or co starring wrestlers. If wrestlers are, are like uh uh what do they call them, extras or bit pieces in the thing, don't I wanna hear about it. I do, because I may not have known they were in the movie. I may have seen a movie with some major actors and forty three pro wrestlers are back there and I didn't know it. We want to hear, but I do think not next episode. Which is hey, actually, uh, I was wrong. We do have a guest coming. The twelfth. Oh, look, 12th. we have a guest. Now we have a guest. Look at this uh, motherfucker. Let me double check. The, it's an up and comer. Uh, God damn it, woman! They actually reached together. out to us about it. Oh, is that guy that hit us up first? Yeah, the guy out of like Mississippi or something. I think. Yeah, and I, I need to find the. Where? I do not remember the details, but we did. We had a very, very new. Up and coming wrestler who's been working in some smaller promotions in his area, and his uh, his team reached out to us said, "You know what? Y'all want to know what it's like starting the fuck out? Like Camaro and all these guys in zero one stuff. They're at a, a certain level, right? And then you got the next level. Then you got the next level. And then you got WWE and AEW. This guy is starting at the, I would say, the level that yeah. nobody knows exists, and that's yeah. awesome because yeah. we get to hear him. And I hope we interview him like." periodically to yeah. see how he climbs so, so it's one. uh so it's not the next episode but it is on july 26th uh we have the guy's name is sean joyce he goes by the name universal flux yes 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 there you go and he will be joining us uh on the zoom and we'll be a blast him. yeah it should be fun because we don't because he'll he's an up-and-comer nobody really knows a lot about him right but hopefully we can help him get his name out uh, i know 
David Cavazzo listens to this, maybe we can get him a booking up here for zero one, possibly. Now, let's be clear. After tonight, David Cavazos may or may not listen because who knows? What? Well, I mean, we may have said something wrong. We don't know. I don't think I may have said something wrong. I behaved. That's it. See, I I was good. I was trying to be nice and not blame Kyle. (laughs) You can blame me. I don't care. Hey, Kyle! God damn it, Kyle. No, no. I'll tell you what. If yeah, God damn it, Kyle. Uh, what was the other one, though? They killed Kenny, but we were going to call you Kenny from now on. Okay. No, we can't do that. That's your... Uh, that's my uncle. No, yeah, that's the one. It has been discussed from henceforth. He is to be known as Reedzilla. 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 There may be a t-shirt coming. Maybe. Ooh. I want to thank Jumping the Rail for having me on. Oh, sure thing, man. Jumping the Rail would like to thank you for having us having us drinking all night. Holy crap, we almost went through the whole bottle, dude. No, we did You're not welcome. almost go through the whole bottle. Uh-oh. We did. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let me fix a button or two. Here we go. That one. Y'all see me, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Nope, can't see you. This is what's left of the bottle. <laughs> it's a John Cena podcast. I yeah, can't this see This started as a, as a brand new bottle when we started this episode. You are welcome. Hang on. Uh, I, oh, <laughs> wow. Yep. So, I will raise my bottle to our listening public. This is Redmond from Marco and Kyle. Have a good one. We'll see you in two weeks. Jump the rail. Thank you